year or between you and Phil. Yeah. Yeah. But I like Idaho. It's got an elk population. Mm-hmm. Anything that's got a lot of wild game. Welcome back to the Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and line corporate media, corrupt Democrat politicians and some rhinos, media that never reports anything. That's what we do. We report things that you don't hear from anywhere else. I'm Jake Duesenberg, coming live at 7 o'clock primetime hour. There's no Tucker Carlson that we're competing with now, and no one's watching mm-hmm. Hannity, so I guess uh, you got nothing better to do. Although it is sunny out again in Minnesota. It's dark at the Capitol. That's what I'm going to tell you. It's dark at the Capitol. You see right now live down here, we've got the House floor in Minnesota. If you're not watching from Minnesota, you want to watch this episode because we're going to talk about important stuff. This is what happens when there's full Democrat control. Like, they're not hiding, like acting like they're moderates. They are in full-on radical, left-wing, agenda-driven politics. And it's insane. So helping us break down... What's going on at the Capitol? Because it's the final days of the legislative session. Is former Representative Eric Mortensen a hero at the Capitol? They hated you so much down there. Which <laughs> I think a lot of them still do hate me. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They still talk about you. You know that? They, mm-hmm. they actually heard, bring you up yeah. on the floor. It's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're not missing much, man. I, <laughs> no. Here's the thing. If, if, you, if the Republicans had the majority, I think you would have had a lot of fun. Oh, it would have been the best ever. What mm-hmm. would you have done? Resigned right away? Like, well, if people voted for me and I wanted to just turn around and resign. But <laughs> sitting point. in the minority again would be terrible. I mean, watching this stuff happen and being essentially powerless. You don't right. have the votes mm-hmm. to stop it. And yeah. yeah, there's really not much you guys can do. Yeah. Also joining us, part of the Political Junkies team, is Mega Jesse. Yep, good to be here. I mean, yeah, it's the final push of the legislative session, so here to break it all down. You'll be uh, on your phone checking to see what updates we have, you know, because mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to come to you at prime time is, like, literally when we started out the day, we didn't know exactly what the dyna- dynamics would come out of the conference committees and stuff like that. We've learned some pretty interesting stuff, which I'll get into in a second. Reading your comments, not Bridget tonight. No, Bridget's at Mass. What a good girl. She's at Mass. When was the last time I went to church? <laughs> is uh, William Beck in her seat? He's the blonde uh, Matt Walsh of Minnesota right there, Mr. Straight-Laced himself. Sorry to disappoint. Not quite Bridget, but I will be reading your comments tonight. Tucker says, good evening, guys. Good evening, Tucker. Good Tucker evening, Carlson? Tucker. Yeah. Tucker Carlson, yeah. <laughs> uh, and what do you got over there on your desk there? Uh, so this is not Bud Light, <laughs> but the superior Paps Blue Ribbon. All right. Which so. we will be drinking tonight. Right, yeah, where do I get a not Bud Light? You can have yeah. a not Bud Light. You can give them a PBR to the gentleman over there <laughs> running the dials. As always, is Mr. Deep State Dawson flexing some arms there. You know, the house uh, videos uh, in the way of your massive arms. Look at those pipes in the gym. You know, God. We love you, Dawson. All right. Um, All right. Let's start off Thank with you. this here. Once again, last couple days of the session. And this is full Democrat control. If you're not from Minnesota, it's cracking. By the way, I've got uh, some Willet bourbon here. You know, that's what's going to get me through this crap. You wanted some bourbon, right? I'll have some you in have a bit. PBR? I think I'm going to start with the PBR. Beer before liquor, never sicker, but okay. <laughs> that was just a wives' tale, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's pull up this. Uh, do we have the tweet from Tom Hauser? Um, so we're going to talk about taxes here. Go ahead and put this on the full screen so people can see it. Tom Hauser, the chief political reporter for KSTP, says, Happening now, Senate and House DFL leaders say the final transportation finance bill will likely include both an increase in gas tax 
which is indexed to inflation, and a delivery fee they now call a, quote, road maintenance fee, end quote. These taxes and fees will hit every Minnesotan. I appreciate Tom Hauser injecting a little bit of commentary there, mm-hmm. you know, because the Democrats always say, tax the wealthy. We got to tax the wealthiest and the rich. You're not taxing the wealthy and the rich there. Let me tell you what that is. Well, we know what a gas tax is. Everyone knows what a gas tax is. That delivery fee or road maintenance fee, you know what that is? 75 cents and everything that gets delivered to your door. So mm-hmm. how much do you order from Amazon? How much uh, Uber Eats do you get? You know, cub orders, uh, booze orders, whatever you're getting at your house, 75 cents on each order. If you get two different Amazon packages because they arrive at different days, 75 cents each because mm-hmm. of the cost of delivering it to your house. So how much is that going to add up in the end of the day? Like when you add up 75 cents on every order that you make within a year, I don't know. What are we looking at? Mm-hmm. Hundreds? Oh, I think us? so. Right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I get home like every day and there's like three packages sitting there. So, <laughs> Right. Yeah. And if you go uh, check out Adidas swimsuit models, you'll find a package there too. <laughs> See what I did there? That was pretty good, right? good. We didn't even put that story in the show notes. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, let us know where you're watching. If you don't follow us on Rumble, follow us on Rumble. We get taken off YouTube all the time because we say things we're not supposed to say. Let's go to the article here. Um, we could take this house session off. So they're they're debating legalized pot. I don't know what your uh, position is on legal pot. You know. We probably have a wide range of views, the libertarians versus the very strict conservatives like William. But (laughs) I'll tell you this much. That is like the least concerning thing of all the stuff the Democrats Mm. are passing right now. And even legal marijuana, they're screwing that bill up. What is that? 17 cents tax on the product? What what, what do... Yeah, no, it's it's going to be, you know, they say it's 10% of a tax. It's really going to be 17%. uh, it's filled with all these kinds of bureaucratic things. You know, obviously they're giving special preference to, you know, people, diverse people or whatever else they want to say. So uh, it's not even a, going to be a free market fair thing. Uh, yeah, it's just a bad, crappy bill. And there's, you know, really the right route is decriminalization. That's probably the better way of handling things. Just get the government out of the way. But, of course, the Democrats want to, you know, help out their special interests. Do I start drinking now? I mean, I'm I'm ashamed that we didn't get that pour on camera. Why? Because it's a pour? cool bottle. Oh yeah, it's Willet. <laughs> I had this not so long ago, you know, trying different bourbons, and I always walk by it because it's so unique and different. It's just I feel like I'm not a unique and different kind of guy. Yeah. I like to just get that straight normal bottle, and uh, it's a good bourbon. Gotta admit, very good bourbon, which mm. you can only do in Kentucky. Can't get a bourbon outside Kentucky, unless you want to sponsor the show. Maybe we'll talk. Also, I got to mention, William is brought to you by Ultraight Beer. No one's had it. No one's tried it. Fifty dollars, twelve pack. I bet. I bet Mort's a fan of Ultraight Beer. Ultraight Beer. Yeah, have you heard of this? That is. It's the uh, it's the conservative alternative to uh, Bud Light. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it's it from got some created right after. Oh, smart. It's some uh-huh. conservative guy online who's selling it for like. What, what is it, like 25 bucks? No, it turns out pack? to be $54 to, if you want a 12-pack and you'll get it in a month because they <laughs> actually haven't. Uh, $54.75, you mean. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. I totally forgot. Yes, if you buy your ultra-red beer, you will be tagging on 75 cents apparently. <laughs> God help us. This is so crazy. Yeah. Yep. Pull up the tax bill here, please. Oh, and Deep for State Tucker, Dawson. who's watching, um, we couldn't find – how how Howenstein? Howenstein? Howenstein. Howenstein, yeah. We could not find it. So 
Um, sorry for that. We said we'd try it, and we'll try it some other day. Do you, do you mind if we catch up on comments real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Read some comments. We, we got, we'll be here for an hour or two, so don't worry about it. We go got people uh, coming in from all over the place. We have Tucker from Sleepy Eye, uh, Mayor Kate Lane from Brooklyn Park. I'm so sorry. Uh, Did you say Mayor? Mayor Cat Lane. She calls herself Mayor? M-A-R-E. Well, Mayor Cat Lane, it's part of the full. What are you fixating on here? I thought you said like mayor, like the mayor of the town. No. Oh, <laughs> no, not mayor. We have R-L-L Bovey from Blaine, Minnesota. We have Frosty Girl from Maple Grove. Good, we got Frosty Girl watching. And we have Dave's Wright from Cottage Grove. If that's a Dave that I think I know, welcome. Good to talk yes, to you. Yes, good to talk we to you, We got to talk about Fed now. Um, that's that's the requirement. I told <laughs> Dave if he watches, we have to talk about Fed now. The, the digital currency mm-hmm. by the Federal Reserve. Well, I'm sure we'll, a couple of whiskeys in, we'll be talking about that. Uh, Monica Hron is from Carver. Um, Laser Jim 56 is from Gaylord, Minnesota. Gotcha. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. We get a lot of our audience not watching live, but maybe if we go to primetime, we'll get a bigger live audience. And uh, break news as it comes. So once again, we talk about, you know, the Democrats want this delivery fee and gas tax. So let's pull up the let's pull up the um, article on surplus and taxes. Um, there you go. Perfect. So this is um, this is interesting. Governor Walls ran. Mort, you were very in tune to the election. I mean, you, hell, you were running yourself. Yep. Didn't this guy run and returning like $1,000, $2,000 of surplus and that he is a governor who hasn't increased taxes before? Yeah. I mean, remember, <laughs> he started, I think, at like 250 Then he said he'd do 350 Then it was like 500 <laughs> And, of course, the closer the election got, he kept raising it up, and he got to 1000 bucks. Mm-hmm. No, it was even more. Person. Look, uh, scroll down. Here's a tweet from him. This is good because he love it when Governor Walls Hmm. Wants to play class warfare. Millionaires like Scott and Matt, so he's referring to Scott Jensen and Matt Burke, don't understand that working Minnesotans need $2,000 checks in their pockets. <laughs> they kill that deal for their self-interest, but when Peggy Flanagan and I are reelected, we'll push to get this done. You didn't know that tweet existed. That's uh, four days before the election. What he hasn't joke. pushed it done to do really anything. He's yeah. just kind of sitting back and, all right, whatever legislation you guys send me, I'll, I'll sign it. And mm-hmm. what legislation they're signing it. is we can break <laughs> the story down for you guys here. Let's go to the re- rebate checks. Let's scroll down a little bit there, Dawson. So, mind you, the budget surplus is $21 billion. That means the government overtaxed you by $21 billion. What the hell does that even mean? Like, I don't know what $21 billion is. Stack mm-hmm. it up. It's like reaches the moon. What does that mean? Here's what it means. They overtaxed every tax, well, not every taxpayer, that's not how it works, but essentially if you just divided equally, Mm $8,000. So if we just divided the $21 billion equally amongst the 2.5 million taxpayers, that's $8,000 that we've been overtaxed in the last biennium and the upcoming biennium, which is what the projection's for, $8,000. So I, mm-hmm. are you suggesting that politicians are insincere while they're campaigning? <laughs> I would say Eric Mortensen is the only politician, and you're not even really were a politician. You were a really bad politician if, if, if you were a politician, but I don't think you were. You ran. You were a member of the legislature. Mm-hmm. You're the only one I know that never voted for a tax increase. Or, I'm sorry, a, um, never voted for spending a dime of the surplus. Mm-hmm. Or a tax increase or a spending increase. Correct, right. yeah, but I think there are a bunch that didn't. 
vote for a tax increase, but you literally have never supported a dime of that money, the surplus th that I can recall. Am I mm -hmm. correct on that? No, it's a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, everyone every, else broke that yeah. promise. And just like what's happening now, every single Republican, every single Democrat in this legislative session, both the house and the Senate have all voted to spend surplus money. So are you sure uh, about that? Oh yeah. What, what has been unanimously supported at this point? Well, I'm saying I'd have to go back and think of some, but uh, no, every single uh, senator and representative has voted for, for some kind of some kind of appropriation from the general fund. There you go. Well, but so to just tear a hole into what you're saying, it is a budget year. Mm -hmm. So were they were they spending for the next biennium or were they spending for? I'd have to go back and look, but I think it happened pretty quickly before we were even discussing these budget bills. Well, this is why I could say that with confidence with Mortensen is because in the 2022 session, any money they spent, they never talked about this, but any money they spent was the surplus because it's new money, right? Yeah, yeah they never talked about it. It didn't stop them from holding or hanging up the uh, give it back posters on their legislative offices <laughs> yeah. or mm -hmm. going to the give it back rally at the Capitol, even though they just voted mm -hmm. to spend billions of it. Yeah. It's the same thing, yeah, the Senate Republicans, Senate GOP, they have a sign that says, return the surplus, and then they go and vote to spend it. You know, it's just crazy. All right, so $21 billion. Let's go back to this article. Uh, or uh, Dawson, you can just kill it. Yeah, you can just kill that that House floor session. I just want to show people that, and the Senate's still in session too, but they're doing the environmental bill or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. And probably climate change because yeah. you know, that's a real Yeah, thing. environment, climate, and energy. God, I can only imagine what's in that bill. Yeah. You know, it's amazing the things that we've caught, and we'll we'll discuss some of that stuff here. But yet, we we definitely haven't caught everything, right? Mm -hmm. No one's reading these bills. We're gonna learn things a month later. All right. Um. So eight thousand divided equally. Democrats, their final agreement on your surplus money. Now, once again, this is you've been overtaxed, right? They overcollected, overtaxed you. The rightful remedy is to give that money all back to you. All the Democrats could come up with is $260 back in your pocket. That's it. What happened to Walls' $2,000? Gone. $260. It's like 10% of what Walls said he wanted. So that's $260 per taxpayer. So if you and your wife want, uh, you and your wife, I guess we get um, each $260. So $520 between you and your wife or husband or significant other or... Uh, what is, is there any other Careful, class Jake, here? you're going to be canceled. Partner. That's, trying to be, that's, that's, what, the, to be that's what the woke people say <laughs> now, partner. And then up to three dependents, okay? So a family like me, because I got three dependents and wife, we only get $1,300. So all of us together don't equal what Tim Wall said four days before the election. Mm -hmm. Do you see how much of a liar these guys are? I mean, this is, an, this is a joke. So the total amount of that rebate program is $1.1 billion. That's five percent of the surplus so the question is what's the rest of the surplus well some of it just retains on the book in the rainy day fund why does government have a rainy day fund i don't know just to keep money out of our pocket the rest of the money gets spent actually that's what a rainy day fund is it's future government spending so just call it spending they're spending 95 percent of your budget surplus what a bunch of assholes that's why we drink that's why we drink. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, guys. Well, Cheers. the paid Cheers. family medical leave tax is going to far exceed that 260 bucks anyway. So let's little that. 
explain the bill? Yeah, people, no. there's, you know, they hear some of these headlines, but you, yeah. you and I were chatting last week, and you're pretty. I'm fired up about this about, bill. Yeah. Like to me, this is like a tipping point bill to me, which maybe sounds silly to some people, but this House File Two paid family medical leave. Uh, they're essentially blocking out private businesses from having a plan. Mm-hmm. Now the politicians would say, no, no, we, we have an opt-out. We have a private plan option. But the private plan option must provide the exact same benefits that the bill provides. Mm-hmm. And what they've done to, to fund this thing is they're doing an additional 0.7% tax on payroll, another essentially another income tax. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the employers have to cover at least half of that cost. And then they can, you know, put the other half of the cost on their employees. But this thing's going to cost a fortune. It's a $1.4 billion tax increase. Mm-hmm. But one that they did the bill is they baked in a 45% increase every year. So this is the legislature punting on their job mm-hmm. and empowering the commissioner to just reestablish the tax rate every year. Mm-hmm. And that to me is like the... the most terrible thing about that bill is when you put in law an automatic 45% increase. Mm-hmm. And I'll I have to say it again because it's in the bill. It says the commissioner shall take the benefits paid out in the prior year and multiply it by 1.45. Mm-hmm. So they're going to bake this in a 45% increase every year. And then, of course, it's all the denominator is the, the payroll, mm-hmm. essentially our entire state's payroll. Um, but I don't think our labor force is growing 45% no. every year. No yeah, way. After not. all these policies, you'd think it'd shrink here. Yeah. And so Washington State did this four years ago, and their benefits are nowhere near what our bill says. In Washington State, they have a 12-week max. We have a 20-week max. Every year. Every year. Yeah. 40% of the year. That's crazy. People really wouldn't have to work. Right. And the reasons that you can get this government-paid, taxpayer-paid paid leave is pretty much whatever. Like it's like a health issue, a medical issue, uh, but but the way they say it could be a safety leave. You know, I'm feeling like I need a mental health day. Like mm-hmm. you can make up whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's absolutely absurd. And Washington State, they did it four years ago at 0.4 percent, and now they've doubled their tax in the first four years. And when I've modeled this out using the fiscal note and the language from the bill, I think this thing is going to be three to four hundred percent higher. Our yeah, tax. Right. I mean, it's going to be probably a seven billion dollar program in like seven years. Mm-hmm. And you it's know, the be... interesting thing about it is it doesn't take effect until twenty twenty six. So there's this like little shred of hope that maybe some smarts could come back to the Capitol by twenty twenty six, and they could <laughs> extinguish the program and return the majority of the money. This, is this the high, is this a punchline right now? Is I it, know. Because right? <laughs> Republicans grab... are going to get in there. And <laughs> I'm and grabbing for any hope. Help. I just realized Tushi's going to take that photo now. Yeah, I was thinking that. about Jeez. that. Jeez, <laughs> I'm screwed. Yeah. You I'm know, there was an interesting game. thing about this paid family and medical leave that I thought was interesting. Uh, I think it was Senator Farnsworth had asked if uh, people who are in a part of a collective bargaining, uh, you know, groups, and uh, whether that be a union or something else, whether they can uh, exempt themselves. You know, some companies say that we offer benefits that far exceed what you're trying to require, yeah. and all you're <laughs> going to do is screw us up. And, yeah, it's like, you know, these Democrats don't want to – allow individuals to have any of the opportunity to d- decide this for themselves. And yeah, like you were saying, it, it hurts both the business and it hurts the individual. Uh, so, you know, they're taking money from both ends. Yeah. I mean, in my company, we have a very, very generous PTO policy, mm. but it doesn't line up a hundred percent with the law, which is what the law would require. Yeah. 
Um, and so what they've done is they put that rate at 0.7%, so artificially low, that when you model it out like I've done, you'd be kind of stupid to even want to try to do a private plan because your commissioner has to approve it. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have to pay for the commissioner to approve your private plan. Um, so I think out of the shoot, a lot of companies are going to say, well, screw this. Why would we pay for this ourselves if we can just spread it out amongst the taxpayers? Yeah. And But eventually it's going to be far more expensive than just doing it in-house. Mm -hmm. We Do we learn nothing when we were paying people not to work during COVID? It's unbelievable. I mean, apparently not. And then we still haven't rebounded from that, right? Yeah. Although we're creating so many jobs. Biden, good job. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to this uh, taxing. I didn't even add that in this article because that's like the separate island, the family paid leave. But that's a huge taxing. I think it's going to be absolutely huge. I mean, the individual income tax brings in about $12 billion a year. Right. And... I think this program is going to have to bring in five, six, seven billion to be anywhere near sustainable when you're paying people not to work. Just think because even that. like good people Half who love income. who mm -hmm. they work for, you know, they want to honor that relationship and appreciate their boss, and you know, they might not take those benefits. But if the mm -hmm. state's paying for it, yeah. I think more people are going to start to take from that that program. Yeah, and I'm just mm -hmm. worried about the small businesses. How do they not have an employee? Like you got three employees you can't just have one not working for 40 percent of the year. right and yeah. then they're protected by law you can't like fire them you nope. can't let them go you have to give them the same position when they come back but mm -hmm. who's ever accused democrats to understand how to run a company right mm -hmm. i mean certainly we're not going to uh what's his name andy smith, smith. andy smith we're small not going business to him smith to find out. Yeah. yeah although i'm interested when he's going to teach his business classes you know <laughs> mm -hmm. i would love to attend see so what he has to say yeah mm-hmm yeah, that was hilarious on his Twitter where he's giving business advice, where he's, you know, giving uh, that whole little TikTok. It's just, it's so bad. What dude. was that that he said? We should be supporting businesses that don't have a profit. Yeah, <laughs> things like that, like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he is an idiot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, level of um, skill and, uh, you know, whatever they develop and talent they develop yep. in the Democrat Party. Mm -hmm. And he's not the worst, not at all. Because there is, you know, there is a, I don't know if you guys know this, there is a rather large-sized dude that's wearing dresses pretending he's a woman up at the Capitol. Did you guys know that? <laughs> you know? I haven't heard anything oh, yeah. about Chris that, Finke. really. It's really interesting. interesting. Maybe we should talk about him sometime. <laughs> Wait till we get to the Star Tribune article <laughs> oh, about how we were wrong in the pro-pedophile language. Uh -huh. You'll watch another slate at hand. Finally, the media's talking about the pedophile stuff. Story broke. And, oh, they're fact-checking, fact-checking groups like us. And they have this section about Lee Finky and referring to Lee as a woman. And then also saying there's people with a concerted effort to misgender her. Like, no, you're the one misgendering Lee Finky. Because Lee Finky's a dude. You can't change from a dude to a woman. Biologically, you can't. Well, I haven't taken Andy Smith's Biology 101 class, so maybe I'm wrong on that. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Dawson, pull up the... Uh, Images of uh, the gender differences with uh, – no, I'm kidding. That always makes William blush when I say that. That wasn't well, a good Well, you literally joke. pulled up a penis and a vagina. And yes, you're like, All right, guys, let's take a look at this. this. People don't know these days. Like know, at, least we, at least we do. We're not drinking Bud Light here. We got PBR. Half blue ribbon. It's uh, not Bud Light. Not Bud Light. Why did you take down the decorations? We had a great decoration I on feel like desk. someone's going to clip it, at, like me next to a stack of beer <laughs> and use it somewhere. I don't know. What are you What's so, so yeah. What's so afraid of here? <laughs> that reminds me of Yeah. Yeah. We, of all the things to be worried about, William. Jeez. <laughs> tell you what. Going back to the tax article. So then the next one, household delivery tax. As I mentioned before, this is going to go into their transportation bill. So it's not. So this is like a compilation of like their tax bill and their transportation bill. 
And so 75 cents, at least that's the last we've seen. They haven't got the final language to us yet. And that's why we showed you a tweet by uh, um, Tom Hauser. But every package of food delivery sent to your home, Democrats want to add 75 cents. Now, if you return that item, you don't get your 75 cents back, right? So essentially returns now go up in price because you're going to cost you 75 cents for any item you don't want anymore. Um, I think it's important to note that only the wealthiest of us actually get home deliveries. So thank God they're standing up for the little man here. Only the wealthy pay this uh, household delivery tax. Do you get a sense of, of humor in what I just said? I mean, you guys all know this is going to hit you hard. And once again, the other thing that they're doing is a metro sales tax increase. Now, mm-hmm. if you look at the metro, there's a range between about 7.125% and 8.025. Minneapolis is 8.025. They're crazy. Excelsior is like 8.025. I think the majority are about 7.125 to about 7.3%. That's the sales tax in Minnesota, which is crazy because we also pay income tax. Mm-hmm. So that's the sales tax. They want to add another 0.75% onto that. So think about how many items you buy, especially large items. I imagine mm-hmm. a car, is a car going to be still uh, susceptible as tax? Jeez. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I just had to buy a car for my wife. That's a painful check. It was like, what, three grand I had to write? Mm. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks to write that damn check, especially after I already – and I'm not getting any of it back because the surplus is not coming back to us. So – uh, speaking of the surplus, we have a question sure. about it and then uh, some other comments I want to read here. Uh, so FJB on YouTube asks, nice where did the majority of the surplus come from? That's a great question. So um, two two ways I want to address that. More, correct me if I'm wrong here, right? The surplus has been growing for, I don't know, six, eight years. We've been, we were fighting against a Republican-led legislature 2017, the Republicans were in full charge of the legislature. We were like, give back the $5 billion surplus. They wouldn't do it. <laughs> Republicans wouldn't give back the surplus. So when they don't give back the surplus, the money stays on the books. And every year, so basically every two years, the biennium budget, there's just a higher amount of cash that you start out with at the beginning of the cycle. Then you take uh, receipts and then you subtract expenditures. And then if there's more receipts at the end, then the budget surplus grows. Does that make sense? So that's one reason. Number two, I mean, look what happened during COVID. We printed money out of thin air. We just printed money out of thin air. We like doubled the money supply and just handed it to people and handed it to businesses. And that money churns through the economy. And as it churns through the economy through sales tax or income tax or capital gains tax, the government then gets a hold of that new taxed money and it raises the amount of money they have in a surplus. So those are two big reasons we have such a monumental surplus. And that's why a lot of states across the country had huge surpluses because they just printed money out thin air, handed it out to people, and that eventually ends up in government coffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're asking the mechanism, but it was <clears throat> sales tax and income taxes. And, um, and I think another big piece of that is when they just – printed money like crazy during COVID and shot it all over the place. Yeah. We're seeing the effects of that now with inflation. And so when eggs go from two bucks to four bucks and you're still paying that 7% now on four bucks versus two. Mm -hmm. So I think inflation had a big factor in that. Huge. Yep. 
Yeah, more, you're getting a lot of love here on Rumble and YouTube. Uh, we have one comment from <laughs> don't, Laser Jim. Don't Gym. tell him that. Go right to his head. Just got to keep him humble. That's why we brought him on, I think. <laughs> oh, that's true. Him up. For ratings. Um, Laser Jim 56 says, run, Mort, run. Um, yeah. I don't know what he's saying there. Does he mean get the hell out of Minnesota? I'm going trail running this weekend. <laughs> trail running? I don't think that's it. I think he's like, go to Idaho. Get the hell out of this uh, And then out over on YouTube, we have Jim who says, good to see. I wonder if that's the same, Jim. Uh, good to see Mort back on. The dude is a scholar on anything. Ron Paul, Thomas Sowell, and Walter Williams. Uh, and Epic CJ24 Williams says, I miss seeing Eric in the house. Thank you. I think I might know this Jim based on that comment. <laughs> you might know this Jim. Are they the same Jim, though, those two? The I don't Rumble know the same, guy? I think the second Jim sounds like a guy I used to work with. Yeah, I don't like how Williams said it. It sounds like we only have one guy listening and <laughs> no no I have two gyms out there. you want me to read through e- each and every comment i can <laughs> we have a question about um amy klobuchar and how she o- helped overthrow ukraine maybe we can get into that later what <laughs> what is this all about yeah so it's from well, she, right. she visited ukraine right her and uh uh who was that other uh, angie craig no, no no it's a it's a republican like Lindsey Graham, I think. No, he's no. Republican. No, Republican. Yeah, yeah, not not, not <laughs> Lindsey Graham. Yeah, no, I, I can figure it out. You can say what you were going to say, William. <laughs> you have permission not to say. What you're <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> say. <laughs> no, I, well, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and hold you guys up if I can't remember something. Uh, I'll figure it out. Continue. <laughs> I think there. I missed a lot earlier, but we can. Uh, t- I guess Tucker wanted to bring up MTG uh, filing articles of impeachment against Good. Biden, Mayorkas, and Ray. Yeah, and what what are the articles of uh, impeachment? Like, what's the thing that she's alleging? I actually don't there's know. There's so this. many things, right? So if, uh, Tucker, you want to help us out in the comments there. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, back on YouTube, TMBA says, I posted the Lee Finky article in District 728, and it was taken down in two hours. The, where, where did you post it? Was it like a Facebook group? or? I've heard someone else say something like that. But back to the oh, back to the Ukraine thing. I got it. Okay, oh, it was okay. Rob Portman. It? So I know that. Uh, Are you sure, uh, Lindsey Graham? Amy Klobuchar. Well, I'm sure Lindsey Graham goes to Ukraine all the time too. They're oh. him and Zelensky. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, Amy Klobuchar, Rob Portman. They're both you know sitting there trying to provoke Russia, trying to you know you know get our people killed. So mm. oh my uh, god, we got to play the Fetterman uh, video. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dawson? Did I put that in the uh, thread? Here, I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Talk amongst yourselves. I gotta get him this thing. <laughs> well, I got I, something I, for you. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. This whole gas tax increase. One thing I'm looking forward to is Brad Tapke voting no on the transportation bill that I think he's a co-author on. Yeah. <laughs> because he campaigned on saying, "Look, yeah, I supported a gas tax in the past, but now we have tons of money. We mm. don't need to raise the gas tax because we got this massive surplus." So he <laughs> oh, campaigned yeah. on. Yeah not raising the gas tax and mm-hmm. of course told people he's full of shit he yep. and so maybe he'll prove me wrong and he'll vote no against uh, his own mm-hmm. transportation bill but mm-hmm. well, judy seberger did the exact same thing she she was very mad she said i want to go on record saying i do not support a gas tax increase at all oh and we really? got that on we'll video see about that yeah we'll play that we'll play that today we'll judy play that seberger. later yep uh uh c6 sell c6 i put the tw- tweet here you have got you have you seen this fetterman this is the. I heard audio on some talk show the other day where he just sounds ridiculous. This is fascinating. This is he makes Biden look coherent here. Yeah. Okay. Put put the headsets on. This is this is John Fetterman, the uh, 
the esteemed freshman senator from uh, Pennsylvania. Turn it up. Responsibility that that the head of a bank could literally could literally crash our economy. It's astonishing. That's like if you have, I mean, like, and and they also realize is that 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 now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no by by how you know so it's it's you know isn't it appropriate that the those kinds of this kind of control should be more stricter to prevent this kind of thing from going? Or should we just go on and start bailing and sailing whoever bank, regardless of how, how their, their conduct is? <laughs> you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, the oh Republicans my God. want to give a, a work requirement for SNAP, you know, for a, 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 a hungry family has to, to have these this kind of penalties or these some kinds of word working uh, required shouldn't you have a working requirement after we sell your bank you, with billions of your bank because they seem to be more pre- preoccupied uh when then snap uh and requirements for works for hungry people but not about pr- protecting the tax the tax papers you know that will bail no matter whatever does about a bank to crash it Oh, oh my God. That is, it's so painful. You know what I'm seeing there? It's a good thing there's no work requirement for John Fetterman because he is <laughs> not Looks like he needs that 20, pay, 20 weeks of paid leave. I'll tell you what, what's happening there, it just shows how phony, and you talk about this often, or did talk about it often, it's just like it's WWE at the Capitol. It's, yeah. just, it's just a show. That's a show. You know what he's doing? He has no coherent thoughts. He, he, he obviously can't produce a thought and communicate it. But what he knows is the tone. So he knows if I go like this and I ask this and then I uh, blah, 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 and I take my glasses off like I'm really digging into the subject then put the glasses back on. That's where he's been the last couple of months. He's been taking classes <laughs> and not act like a politician. I don't think it was in the last couple of months. I think he's been trained. This is what all these guys do. They're trained. Because you notice how all these politicians, they have that monotone speech giving and this is what we're going to do. And blah, 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 and we got to take back America. It's like, where the fuck did they learn how to do that? They all do it. Right. Hillary Clinton being the worst. It's so bad that the Simpsons, their uh, they're politician, their mayor, and they, I love how they throw like the JFK kind of accent on him, but he does the same thing. It's like it's a pattern that they all recognize in politics that they got to have that monotone thing, and I'm speaking louder and louder. Yeah. If, funny you mentioned the Simpsons. Uh, Tucker says that, uh, Fetterman is the adult Ralph from The Simpsons. Hmm. Yeah, don't. Um, That's being kind, actually. Yeah. Based MN thinks that uh, well, I think Fetterman is out there to purposely rile up the right. The guy is basically brain dead. Uh, Mayor Cat Lane says, I'm just amazed that Fetterman is wearing a tie. What are you saying, Mayor? I keep hearing Mayor. M A R E, Mayor. Yeah, she, she commented earlier, like the horse. Assuming it's oh, a she. I've never heard someone start a name with Mare. That's interesting. Have you? Am I? I'm like the only one that's. It's a username. There? None of these usernames make any sense. Well, Tucker's Tucker, I think, <laughs> allegedly. FJB makes sense. FJB, <laughs> that makes yeah. sense, yeah. 
Lee Finky doesn't, but you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess she's just taking a page out of Lee Finky's book. Okay, you call yourself so, whatever. Real uh, Mary Cat Lane says real name is Mary. So hi, Mary. So Thanks. Jake doesn't keep commenting on it. I'll call you Mary from now on. We love Mary. Is uh, the real Carla Nelson not the politician Carla Nelson watching? The Patriot Carla, Patriot Nelson? Carla Nelson. I'm not seeing she wasn't her. Last show I do see Brad Ganser on YouTube. There you go. Um, he's in the wrong spot though. He's supposed to be on Rumble. YouTube. Oh, you know, he told me if you have an Android, which I don't know why you do, but if you got an Android, you can't comment on Rumble. So that's why he's on YouTube right now. Oh, interesting. A lot live comment that is. So if you oh. want to do the live mm-hmm. chat. Well, anyway, he says great to see Mort. Yes. Brad Ganser, a good friend of the show. We'll have yeah. him on eventually. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you like what we're saying, go ahead and put a Rumble rant down. Then pay, pay for the uh, canes afterwards because i got to give these guys more canes. Uh, chicken, apparently we're doing that. Oh, look at that. Thumbs, thumbs up from Deep State Dawson. <laughs> that Fetterman thing is interesting. He knows the patterns of politicians, but he doesn't have a coherent thought. And so it's just – and it's silence because there's actually a witness that's supposed to speak. It's like some bankster. Yeah, yeah the way I, I was know. taking that too was like – he was asking questions, but it was like the guy who was, you know, testifying couldn't understand that he was being asked questions. Like maybe he thought like Fetterman's just asking these questions to himself. Like, you know, what's going on? Uh, no. And obviously it's not even just Fetterman. I mean, Diane Feinstein, she's out for lunch. I mean, she's like, you know, ready to peel over and die. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, there was just a reporter who went up and asked her like, you know, so where have you been? Like, you know, you know, saying, you know, you've been gone. Tell us about the absence of your time in the Senate. Diane Feinstein forgot. Diane Feinstein said, "I've been here. I've been voting." Hmm. Diane Feinstein's been gone for like three, four months. Is this a, they got a video of this? I don't know. I just saw the. I saw a headline on it. Oh, I had oh, no idea this was in a headline. committee meeting when I heard it on the radio. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I had no clue. Huh? But I think you're right. Like, you listen to him ask these questions, and I think he is asking a question. Yeah, but it's so he confusing. <laughs> yeah, he should have said, "I'm, I'm like, asking you." <laughs> you know, I don't think yeah. he's asking a question, guys. You I think, think so? he's literally uttering words that are coming to his head. Mm-hmm. But well, he's no, he was the, asking like oh, you know, he's putting the, he's fooled you guys. He's putting an inflection on it, so it sounds like it's a question. Well, it was a question. Like, like, it's like if you wrote a, it down, it'd be yeah. a question mark at the end of it. He was saying, "Should we allow these banks to? Should we be bailing out these banks for their conduct?" And, uh, yeah. So There's it was a question. You don't get your own truth. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a question. I it was a question. I think it's kind of like. <laughs> Might have been rhetorical. I think it's like, I'm Ron Burgundy. You know, that's kind of the way I look at it, you know. <laughs> now, the, I'll give you this. He did say should at the beginning. But I uh-huh. feel like it was a run on sentence and the shit is out of the park now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, if I were the witness, I wouldn't be asking answering those questions. I'd Boy, we should it. do a deep dive diagnosis of where is the question inside this uh <sighs> 20 lines yeah. sentence he rambled on. <laughs> All right. Let's get, well, let's finish up some comments here before we go back to the text bill. So laser Jim 56 takes issue with the, the rumble rant or the rumble commenting thing. He Why? says that he can comment on uh, rumble from Android. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a user issue. Brad um, <laughs> and God Save America is kind of roasting the Android people. It says Rumble Chat with an Android, huh? <laughs> and it's like confirmed. drinking Bud Light on a Saturday, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not fair. Brad needs to come in, then, then he can defend himself, you know? True, true. Plus, he's one of the best Rumble Rant donors that we have. It's really bad to just, you know, make fun of your, your donors. But with Brad, it's like a special category, so I'm going to allow it. Go ahead. What else? Uh, so Jim over on YouTube says the 2013 Smith 
I haven't actually read this. The Smith-Munch Modernization Act of 2013 legalized the use of propaganda. How can we tell what is truth and what is theater? Well, I think if you turn on the mainstream media, you'll know that's propaganda. Theater is basically in the House floor session or Senate floor session. Mm-hmm. It's a great question. It's hard to tell these days, right? That's why we called our show The Truth Hurts. Because a lot of the stuff we're going to tell you is not going to be easy to hear, right? Like when Eric Mortensen says, everything at the Capitol has already been pre-orchestrated. You know, it's been figured out ahead of time. A lot of people want to hear that. They want to think, well, that damn senator, he gave a great speech and he really fought for me. No, no, he didn't. They already figured out where they were going with this thing. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, Democrats, you know, because they're in charge, they're not going to bring a bill onto the floor unless they got the votes. So, you know, basically whenever I see a bill coming up and the Democrats are pushing it, it's basically like, well, I guess they got the votes because otherwise they wouldn't be doing this. It's a rarity that, like, things go off script. That's actually why people like Donald Trump. One of the big reasons like Donald Trump is, like, one of the few guys willing to go off script a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was in the House, it was interesting. You get to the floor. By the end, I got to be pretty good at this. I would scan the room and see... Who's dressed to the nines? Whose hair's all done? Whose mm-hmm. makeup's all done? Mm-hmm. He'd be like, "Oh, they're gonna speak on the floor today. They're gonna speak <laughs> on the floor today. Oh, Who has yeah. the best suit on? Uh, Jim Nash is looking sharp. <laughs> He's gonna speak on the floor today." It's mm-hmm. Well, look at Lee Finky makeup's on. It must be uh, day Lee Finky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Legs are shaved. Legs. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Do you think? I don't know. I don't want to think. Do look, uh, Dawson. See if we can find a pit. No, okay. Uh, let's go back to the text uh, article. Go to actionforliberty.com, by the way, if you want to follow along. Also, make sure you're following us on Rumble. Not YouTube. Screw those people at YouTube. Always oh, censoring us. I don't think so. Uh, gas tax increase. We've kind of talked about that. What's the next one here? They eventually end up. Oh, so Social Security tax. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, William, but did we not hear these people talk about getting rid of the Social Security tax many times on the campaign trail? I think they promised a full repeal. A full repeal of the mm-hmm. Social Security tax. Guess what they're not getting? A full repeal? A full repeal. <laughs> Whoa. So what right now is in the uh, the conference committee notes, and it hasn't come to the floor. We don't have the full language. They need to give them 12 hours, by the way. Um, it's going to affect people with a federal gross adjusted income of $100,000. So all the way up to that, it's a full elimination of the Social Security tax. Then tax filers between 100K and 140, there's like a little phase out. But if you have income over 140,000, which I don't think is that crazy, that's mm-hmm. not a ton of money as a senior, you yeah. know, especially with costs going up and stuff. And, and mind you, seniors like healthcare costs are going up big time. They're going to actually pay full Social Security taxes. So, and of course, this is the class warfare of the Democrats. Well, the wealthy have got to pay their fair share. It doesn't matter if they're elderly. Yep. And this is money that was taken from them by the government via taxation. They still got to pay taxes on it. And this is one of the problems with Democrats. Let's just be honest about it. Democrats are socialists. Modern day Democrats, they are socialists. Mm-hmm. They're not the Kennedy, the JFK Democrats. They're socialists. They don't believe you own your money. They actually kind of believe money is a public utility. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in, fa- in fact, many of them probably believe your whole inheritance should go to the state. Certainly that is the policy of Medicaid if you're mm-hmm. on Medicaid. Well, that's the thing. Even if you look at you know someone who calls themselves a moderate Democrat, their voting record is almost indistinguishable from the most radical leftists in the state house or state senate. So, you know, these mod- they claim to be moderates, but... 
you know, there's only one or two votes that differentiate themselves from the rest of these Democrats. So you're right. The Democrats are run completely by these communists. Mm-hmm. I think that's being generous. One or two votes. I think you like yeah. a, a pointless amendment or something. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I remember an unconsequential Hostchild. vote. Right. Yeah, I remember Hostchild like talked about, oh, look at me. I don't vote with my party all the time. It's some like minor thing that had nothing, no big relevance. Yeah. The end. Adding a comma. Yeah. And as, as Mort says, I think it was like on a gun bill or something like that. But as Mort says, it's all preordained. Right. So mm-hmm. essentially they gave him this one throwaway to say he doesn't go with the party. And Judy Seberger, lying Judy Seberger, not moderate says, oh, I stand up to Ken Martin. We need to have more moderate policies. Then vote that way, Judy Seberger. You're not doing She's that, are you? She's literally the deciding vote. Like, she can change everything if she wanted to. Right? Yeah. And she 100%. doesn't. And she never does. Yeah. She goes mm-hmm. along with all this crap. All right, let's go to the last one here. $2.2 billion tax increase over the next four years for business owners. I'm going to show you this. There's a chart here. And this chart is showing uh, two fiscal uh, bi- or two biennials, that is, 2024-25. So that starts in July of this year, July 1st. And then they go to the next biennium in 26, 27 fiscal years. And so, and of course, we don't know, like, you'd have to be a real big tax expert to know what all these line items are. But essentially, one of the big line items here is the standard itemized deduction um, that most families get. Now, if it's just standard, you get 20, was it 26,000 or something like that? A family, 13,000 individual. And then, of course, you itemize it. It could be like charities and stuff like you give, mortgage interest payments. Um, if you make over $304,000, essentially, you're, you're, not, you're not getting the full itemized deductions. And then if you make over a million dollars, and I don't know what it means 20% over a million dollars, but in some way, they are finding a way to stop itemized deductions for uh, millionaires. So my question here is, does that then de-incentivize some of these people to give to charity? Because I imagine if you're making a million dollars a year, what are the majority of your itemized deductions on your individual personal returns? Certainly in your business returns, it's you know business expenses, but mm-hmm. it would be charitable giving. Yeah. I can't think of anything on the personal, personal deductions yet. So the charitable giving, so they're actually attacking – Millionaires, because millionaires are evil, awful people, right? According to the Democrats, Who do which they don't most of the saying. donations to charities. <laughs> yeah, like that's right. Who donates. But mm-hmm. what, what? I mean, just think about this, Mort. What are the itemized deductions on a personal filing for a, a person making over a million dollars? It's going to be if it's large, it's item, it's charitable giving. Mm-hmm. Well, the Democrats hate charity. They want everybody addicted to government charity. They don't want any private charity. That's a good point. That's well, you know what they say, Jake. They say that, William. They definitely say that. <laughs> so total, that is $2.2 billion roughly for uh next four years in tax increases on the wealthiest. This one is going to hit the wealthier. They also have, they they up the child tax credit to like, I think it's $1,750 per child. Mm-hmm. And that's a tax credit. It's a refundable tax credit. So if you have no, if you have no money, like you don't pay any taxes, then you're just going to get $1,750 per child. Right. What? What was that? that must be for? pretty. That must be pretty nice for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will reduce my taxable income. Yes, I agree. But I'm mm. saying like I don't have zero tax liability. No, no. You, I'm so sure there's gonna be people yeah. that are just getting money from me and from all the other taxpayers. Right. And yes, <laughs> of course it's nice for for us. But I'll tell you this much: it's very costly to have a child. That's true. But my long-term strategy is to outpopulate the left, and we're doing a good job because, you know, the left's not really having a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I hate to interrupt. I have some breaking news. 
um, really wanted to talk I about like this real quick. I think he's got a joke um, here. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Ganser on Rumble says, I get the hint, get on Rumble. Mm, that was breaking news. I just had to announce Is that a Rumble morning. rant? You can't break the story if it's not a Rumble rant there, you William. You can't Jeez. talk about a comment if they haven't paid for it, <laughs> William. Yes, they got to pay for it. Brad Ganser can – I know he's going to get a child tax credit. Actually, how many dependents does Brad have now? He's lost two, I think, because they're all grown up. Although I think Brad would argue they are still dependent. <laughs> Based Minnesota says that many articles have been written about how Republicans give more to charity than liberals. Correct, yes. That is correct. Because Democrats just believe government's charity. Very mm -hmm. charitable to give other people's money away. Um, I wrote something like... Well, you know, oh, one thing, just the average liberal, they hate paying taxes, too. That, Like, you know, the average liberal, they're so stupid, they vote for these Democrats that just do nothing but raise their taxes. But, you know, that's why you can't even take it seriously when liberals complain about high taxes. It's like, you voted for this. This is what you wanted. And... Uh, you know, people shouldn't be surprised when the Democrats are targeting the little guy. You know, that that's the definition of the Democratic Party nowadays. It's, you know, all for their special interests, all for the lobbyists, and all to, uh, you know, uh, you know, who knows, transgender kids, that's everything else is screwed up. Yeah, I have a Most family member who has life. voted Democrat her whole life, mm -hmm. and but is now leaving Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Told me it's because taxes are just too high here. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I it's just funny. Can't open laugh. It's yeah, ridiculous. no, I mean that's why so many people leave California, you know, and uh, then they bring their policies elsewhere. So yep. yeah, but some of them wake up. <laughs> some of them wake up and go, I gotta, I gotta change this thing around. Yeah, this, this ain't working. Yeah, I heard from a buddy who lives in Arizona that they have there's some billboard. On whatever interstate, as you're leaving California, you go to Arizona. Mm -hmm. That says like, "Welcome to Arizona. Leave your politics behind or yeah. with you in California." Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Cheers, by the way, William. Cheers. And we uh, need this to drown our sorrows. Apparently, will it? You never had will it? Will it bourbon? No, I haven't. Take a, take a swig. Tell me what you think. I know you're a white claw guy, but strong strong <laughs> um and this is a celebration uh we we do have to take a cheers because brad ganser has given a rumble rant there you go <laughs> i'll tell you what for every rumble rant we'll all take a drink how does that sound all right that's quite a gamble with our audience um <laughs> we're gonna start rumble ranting a penny <laughs> you know okay what's the, well, how much did uh brad get a uh, brad gave 10 bucks and he okay, said it's got to be a rumble rant of 10 dollars at least okay okay so we'll do a drink. If you give a Rumble round of $10, we'll do a drink, okay? And he says, uh, Jake, let your guests speak. Mort was savage for doing what he was uh, going to do. He is more interesting than you. Five kids. <laughs> do you? <laughs> 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 so he bought that Rumble round. Uh, do you feel like I'm silencing you? No, I don't like know what you're talking about. You're not, like, I'm watching Mort. If he wants to speak, I'm letting him speak. How dare you? This is unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, man. But I do agree I'm more interesting. You are an interesting guy. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. That's the reason they still talk about you on the House floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it is funny how rent-free you live in all these people's it heads. You know, it's like you're there for two years, and, like, they, they just can't get over you. Like, you shook them up that bad. I do enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it. I'll yeah, throw yeah. this at you, Mort, though. As interesting a guy as you are, uh, how do you like your burgers? Uh, well done. And? No with cheese. bacon <laughs> and barbecue sauce. And usually ketchup, right? 
Some ketchup, sure. There you go. I that's how I prefer my burgers. I'm a boring burger eater. It's well done. You I know. Criminals. I'm just saying, as interesting guy, he's like, you know, I don't like any interesting stuff on my burger. You know what? I think Jesse and I agree. Uh, medium rare to rare mm-hmm. is the best for a burger. For a burger? Oh yeah, I, I like everything as rare as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't have rare ground beef. That's weird. You, you can eat raw beef. You can. I'm just saying. Yeah. So why can't you eat a burger rare? You know. It's a little weird to have a burger. Maybe right? not rare. A burger next time I buy yeah. it. Yeah, rare. <laughs> Raw, just as you want it. <laughs> I'm good with it. Enjoy watching it. Does anyone in our audience eat a burger rare? So Tucker, uh, oh, you know what? Bad Hat Harry is vindicating me here. He says, "Well done?" Question mark. Exclamation point. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's hat, a hockey puck. Bad Hat Harry says, "Rare is the oh, only way." Uh, really. Tucker ninety one says, "Burgers, well done. Steaks, medium rare to rare." Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I like my steaks medium rare. I think rare, I'll eat rare, but eh, I don't know. I like a little bit more cooked. Okay, so uh, Mary agrees with you more. Uh, well done is the way to go. Or no I'm not pink. saying steaks. I'm not saying I want my steak yeah. well done. Mm-hmm. That's how Trump does his steaks. He does them well done with uh, some ketchup. I guess so, yeah. Would. Or see <laughs> Donald Trump being served a butterfly filet mignon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Trump is an anomaly. All right, let's go. What story do we want to go to? Um, I want to talk about this trans athletes. I would rather bring up the Star Tribune article. Let's bring this up. So if you haven't tuned into our show lately, we have been talking about this pro-pedophile language that made it into the Minnesota House um, and the the Senate bill, and it passed. In fact, has Governor Walsh signed it yet? He's going to sign it. Wait, which one are we talking about here? SF-2909. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he signed that. Would he sign today? It was headed. I don't know. Desk. I don't know if I've watched the ceremony or if there was any kind of signing ceremony yet. But yeah, it's definitely on his well, desk. So here I can check. Yeah, okay. and I looked this morning. He hadn't signed it yet. Mm. Oh, so maybe not. Yeah. Well, he's got three days. Um. So we brought the story to you that. Um. Actually, let's let's back up real quick in case they haven't done it. Go to actionforliberty.com, Dawson. Sorry to put you on the. Uh, on the fly here, try to change things, but actionforliberty.com. Let's pull up that article that we have on it. Um, or you could go to the show notes from Tuesday and then it'll be that first article. So we can walk you through exactly what this thing does. Which one is Uh, it? Scroll down. Uh, God, we write so many articles these days. Yeah, we got to go down all the way here. So this is going to be probably at the bottom of that page. Yeah, we're doing like, yeah, there you go. Perfect. About three articles a day. Go ahead and click on the, the, uh, title there. All right, so this is what the pro-pedophile language does in the uh, the bill that just got sent to Governor Walz's office. Scroll down just a tad. So they change the language in the omnibus bill, the gun control and pedophile omnibus bill, and they remove in um, the definition, okay? So you see where it says 22 Minnesota statutes. If you scroll down just a little bit more, Dawson, that is the definitions of what's known as the Human Rights Act, the Minnesota Human Rights Act. Democrats amended this to change the definition of sexual orientation to remove the language that says pedophilia is basically not a sexual orientation. They removed it. It's in law right now that pedophilia or sexual attachment of a child from an adult is not a sexual orientation. So by removing that from the bill, then if you look at the next section of the Minnesota Human Rights Act, Scroll down a little bit. It's called the unfair discriminatory practices. Now, someone can construe the law as someone who has an attraction to children, not that they act on it, but they have that attraction, have protected rights according to this act. 
which means an employer can't refuse to hire a pedophile or discharge an employee who's a pedophile. A property owner can't refuse to sell, rent, or lease property to him. A private company can't refuse to sell goods and services to a pedophile. And a school or college cannot discriminate against a pedophile for what they call full utilization of benefits from any educational institution. That's what got changed in the law. And we never said that it's okay to take a child and have a sexual act on them. Okay? That's still prohibited by law. We never said that. What we are worried about is that's the road they're going down by changing this. Because what constituency wanted to change the law? So what we brought up on the show on Tuesday is the mainstream media hasn't talked about this. Like, they removed this pedophilia language in a bill, and it gets rushed through the Senate and the House, and Republicans did bring it up on the floor debate. Debate, right, Mort? Debate. Yeah, yeah, debate. Um, and then it gets passed, and now it's going to Governor Walz, who said he's going to sign it. And they finally wrote about it, and here's the Star Tribune article, and this is something really hilarious. Legal experts say change to Minnesota Human Rights Act won't protect pedophiles. GOP claims DFL will protect adults sexually attracted to children by deleting a sentence from the 1993 law by Rochelle Olson in the Star Tribune. This was published this morning at 9.58. GOP lawmakers, lawmakers leveled a heavy accusation at the DFL majority during public safety debates in recent days, accusing them of protecting pedophiles. Adults who are sexually attracted to children. A disproportionate amount of debate in the House and Senate over the 500-plus page, $3.5 billion public safety bill focused on the removal of one sentence from the state's Human Rights Act. And they're quoting, sexual orientation does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult. So that's what's in law. They removed it. Representative Harry Niska said some may now interpret the HR to deem pedophilia as a protected class in Minnesota, which prevents them from being denied employment, housing, education, more. And he's right. That's what we just walked through with you. Okay? We're going through what the actual Minnesota Human Rights Act does. They changed the definition. Now you can't have unfair discriminatory practices against someone that's got a sexual attachment to a child. Can we all fucking agree that that's wrong? What's wrong with our society? That's wrong. But there are people advocating for it. And this kind of answers our question from Tuesday. Jess Braverman... Legal Director for Gender Justice, a St. Paul nonprofit that has advocated for the change, called GOP complaints manufactured outrage. To protect pedophiles in the HRA, the legislature would have to specifically add them as a class, Braverman said. That's not true. We all saw what they just did. Mike Steenson, professor of law at Mitchell Hamlin School of Law, agreed with Braverman. Quote, this doesn't create some sort of broad-based protection for those who prey on minors, he said. By the way, we never said that either. Mike Braverman or Mike Steenson, we didn't say that. What we said is exactly what we just showed you, and it clearly does. The Minnesota Human Rights Act prohibits discrimination based on race, religion, disability, national origin, sex, marital status, family status, age, sexual orientation, and gender identity. As for the potential for Minnesota judges to find that by removing that language, the legislature's intent was to protect pedophiles. Steenson said, I can't imagine any court would interpret it this way. I can. If you don't think a court mm -hmm. would interpret that way, you are nuts. Are you watching what courts are doing these days? Mm -hmm. They're insane. <clears throat> and it takes a left-wing judge, one left-wing judge, which there's plenty in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to say, earlier in the session, Niska, a lawyer, added language to the bill that read, and by the way, Niska was a lawyer. He was a... Um, clerk for a judge i think a federal judge i think he would know something about this he had a amendment it was unanimously supported in the house and it said the physical or sexual attachment 
to children by an adult is not a protected class under this chapter. That was unanimously supported in the House, and then Democrats who control the whole conference committee removed that from the bill. Why? Why would you remove that? What the hell's wrong with that language? Um, so Braverman needs to note that Minnesota statutes already criminalize adult sexual relationships with minors. Pedophilia falls into a number of categories of criminal conduct, and that's not changing, Braverman said. And I agree with that statement. Luckily, for now, if you act on your attachment to children or your attraction to children, it is still illegal. However, having that attraction openly is now a sexual orientation according to Minnesota law. You are nuts if you don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. We just clearly ran through that. And then this is the line, I, and they go on to talk about a little bit of the, de the debate. In the House, Representative Lee Finke, DFL St. Paul, denounced the GOP arguments and called the language in the act a poison pill. I'm sorry, i got to do the Lee Finke voice. <laughs> a poison pill. <laughs> Finke, the first transgender legislator in Minnesota, sponsored the bill to remove the language and add gender identity as a protected class, which is now in the public safety bill awaiting the governor's signature. In her first session at the Capitol, she's been verbally attacked both inside and outside the Capitol with some Republican colleagues threatening to misgender her. <laughs> I think the people misgendering Lee Finky is the Star Tribune right now because she's not a woman. Lee Finky is a dude. His name is Chris. You can't throw on a dress, dye your hair. Who knows? Probably tux. So it'll fit nice in the Adidas swimsuit. You're not a woman. You know, you're not a woman. You don't have ovaries. You don't produce <coughs> eggs. You can't get pregnant. Real quick. Go ahead. I regret to inform everyone we must take a drink. Bad Hat Harry says prost and gave us a $10 rumble ring. Thank you, Bad Hat Harry. We will honor that one there. And I'm drinking bourbon, so this could get really dangerous. I'm going to have to stop reading articles here soon. <laughs> Isn't prost uh, cheers in German? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know you spoke German. Very good. I know a little. Okay, he has a couple. When it of comes beers. to alcohol, he knows all things. <laughs> sure, <laughs> a couple beers in, and he's speaking German. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like a lot of people are drinking with us, or at least they have a beverage. How do you, you not drink to. when you do? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you this. Do. This is crazy. Yep. Well, what's interesting about this? So they're setting the table for what they're doing, and just I don't even want to get into what Lee Finky is saying his intent is, because why? Do it this way. It just makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Unless your intent is to do exactly what we're talking about. But then the House, or no, the Senate today passed that, um, what was it, 37, where they want to do a constitutional amendment right. and put it on the ballot. And there they refer to discriminating based on sexual orientation. So now that they're going to change the definition, mm -hmm. now it's going to get a little further embedded in, potentially, right. in our state constitution if the voters want it. I right. would think if this ever gets tried in court someone goes to a judge and they go your honor um this language does not prohibit an attraction to children it just says to a person and the legislature removed that from the bill yeah, so i don't know how they can make that argument anymore well and how long will it take for somebody to do just that and say well these laws against pedophilia are discriminatory based on our human rights act mm -hmm. and that's exactly where they're going with yeah this. it's let's coming. be honest they're, they're they believe in drag shows for minors it's ridiculous they think they can hack up the sexual organs of you little children mm -hmm. why would they not be down the road for pedophilia they're crazy they're i mean this is actually a big problem worldwide with with well societies not real societies
Mm-hmm. Pedophilia is a thing. It's a big thing. People yeah. know that. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, and just, we got, and just we the got fact that, uh, you know, they're, they're so concerned about the sexual orientation of children. Why? Only because they're interested in children. You know, why else would they be trying to talk about sex stuff around kids? Right. You know, kids, they shouldn't be thinking about that stuff. You know, you, you start thinking about that stuff in puberty and stuff. But, you know, you shouldn't have adults forcing their opinions onto kids. They're sexualizing them. It's well, and I remember disgusting. having that conversation with, like, your parents, you know, mm-hmm. the birds and the bees. It yeah. was awkward then with your parents. <laughs> right. But for those of us who are parents have to have that conversation. It's yeah. Awkward. I can't imagine being a teacher mm-hmm. or an activist and wanting to talk about this to kids that aren't even yours. Yeah. No, I, I actually can understand. They really want to, right? I know. I know they, they yeah, want yeah, to, but it's, it's, it's gross. It's, it's so disgusting. So gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, wait, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> That's what you're dedicating your life to? That's the kind of stuff you do? That's That's weird. Yeah. Yep. Dawson, uh, pull up a fresh Google page. Let's look up gender justice. It's a St. Paul nonprofit, which is interesting because now they admitted who's behind this bill, this language mm-hmm. change. So I think we got to learn more about this. Do you know gender justice? They ever uh, come lobby you when you were at the <laughs> Capitol? I didn't. I think I had like two lobbyists in my time. Oh, yeah. got out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think they figured out it was a waste of time. Uh-huh. What, what were the two? Okay, so gender justice. I have some interesting... I have some interesting thoughts here. I think you're going to talk about one of them. I have another thing to talk about here. All right. Well, Weird group. Picture. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, go click on the main page, Gender yeah, Justice. Okay. Advancing gender equity through <laughs> law. Yep. You guys are trying to change the law. That's true. We fight for gender equal- equity, economic justice, reproductive freedom and justice, freedom from gender-based violence, Trans and LGBTQ liberation. I think that would be the category for this pro-pedophilia. Let's go up. Who's in the staff? Let's find out who's behind this organization. Uh, about us. There we go. Let's see here. Core values. Blah, blah, blah. Meet our team. There we go. I always like to find out the personalities behind it. Megan Peterson, executive director. Tara Hagert. She, her. What's that? Oh, she, yeah. Her. Of course. Pronouns. Yeah. Well, now look at that. Look at oh, scroll down there. Uh, there's Aaron May Quaid, a sitting senator. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> okay, so they're behind it. Aaron May Quaid, sitting senator, far leftist Democrat from was that Apple Valley area? I think that's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, She's- <clears throat> what's interesting about this website? If you scroll down, um, it also includes language for unrestricted Minnesota. Um, if you scroll back up, you'll see, I can't read it from here, but someone has like the unrestrict Minnesota political director or something like that. Unrestrict? What do you mean? So you guys are fam- more, I'm sure you're familiar with unrestrict Minnesota. It's an abortion group, right? Yeah, it's a very extreme abortion group. They have billboards all over the oh, metro I now. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, I think these two groups are intertwined somehow. Hmm. Um, Monica Meyer, political director. Let's see who else we got here. Scroll down a little bit. Uh, oh, there's the Jess Braverman. Click on Jess Braverman. I want to. Of course, that's what that person looks like. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> pronouns are. I could have guessed that one. Yeah. What are the pronouns on that? <laughs> All pronouns. All pronouns. <laughs> oh, boy. That you are wow. confused. <laughs> Jess. Oh, I'm sorry. What do we think? Jess is a lady, right? Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. I think it's a, well, obviously a confused lady. All right, I gotta get a better look. Gender justice. Tell us what you guys think. It. All. Pronouns. So there's also yeah. this, we gotta uh, get the pronouns right, guys. It'd I scrolled be just down. Terrible. I scrolled down. I found it. Uh, Abina Abraham. Um, 
they they list her as the unrestrict Minnesota campaign director. And that's her official position under gender justice. So like it's like these two groups are combined. And the reason that's important is because Erin May Quaid was the author of that extreme abortion bill. Yes, 100%. So Yeah, Erin May Quaid just... There's definitely a conflict of interest here. Jess Braverman is a legal director at Gender Justice where she ensures that our litigation strategy not only promotes the dignity of her clients, but also advances our mission at removing barriers to gender equity. Now, I think we were right. We all guessed she was a, a girl. But because it's all pronouns, we will now refer to Jess Braverman as he. So this dude, um, I guess, is a head legal person at uh, at uh, Gender Justice. Mm. Jess? All right, let's see. I'm just going through here real quick. I'm not seeing names that are standing out, but it's not like I live in this world. Board mm. of Directors, she, her, hers. <laughs> I'm just gonna, here. I'm not gonna read the names of the uh, board of directors. I'm just gonna read their pronouns. We got a she, her, hers. Another she, her, hers. We got a he, him, his. A she, her, hers. A she, her, hers. They, them, theirs. It's like a tongue twister for you. <laughs> uh, she, her, hers. He, him, his. She, her, hers. She, her, hers. A they, them, theirs. A she, her, hers. A she, her, hers. A she, her, hers. And a she, her, hers, and they, them, theirs. Go to the bottom, my God. Prairie Rose Seminole is a she, her, hers, and they, them, and theirs. Oh, my God. And look at that person. That is a them. <laughs> wow. This is the crazy group that brought you the pro-pedophile language. Prairie Rose Seminole, and, you know, that that's their tribal um, person, too, apparently, because, you know, that's the other thing. The left is really big on Democrats right now is, like, the, the tribal representation on mm. everything mm-hmm. makes me think of Parks and Rec. That is the funniest show when they got <laughs> the tribal guy. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, Monica H. Ron 01 says, bunch of, I'm going to say darn freaks. Because I don't swear on air. That's my policy. Okay. she I li- yeah, know, right? <laughs> she lives with her partner. There are seven dogs and ten horses in White Shield, North Dakota. I could have guessed that. Yeah. I would have thought maybe a couple more dogs than seven. But seven dogs, that makes sense. Who, who's that? The she, that's her, the they, she, they, her, them? hers, they, and they, oh, them, okay. theirs. Wow. It is actually, I feel like writing a song about this. She, her, hers, and they, them, theirs. That was a bit of a tune there. The song. It is. It's got like a <laughs> little bit of a. She, her, hers, they, them, thens, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Can I get a she, her, hers, and a they, <clears throat> them, theirs? Well, I got a story for you. <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, like a week ago, my jaw was locking up. And on Monday, I was like, screw it. I got to go to the doctor and see what's going on with this thing. So I go to the doctor and I showed her how I can unlock it by like moving my jaw and dropping it to the left and it pops. And um, she like lost it, took a big step back. She's like, we need to get you to see a specialist. Can you do this? You showed this to me on air. Can we do this on air? Yeah, I don't care. Let's watch see. this. This is crazy. Is it going to work? <laughs> oh, it'll work. All right, you watch this. <laughs> can we get the audio turned up on Mort? <laughs> Oh, did you man. guys hear that? I heard uh, it. Did you hear that one. at home? <laughs> Get, well, try it again. Close your jaw. Put the mic closer. I think the doctor would probably advise me against doing this. <laughs> yeah, thing well, what does the doctor know? Have a, have a shot of bourbon. Rumble <laughs> rant. What's, what's going on with your did, jaw? Did you see that? Put, I, okay, put the mic closer to you. Do the jaw thing again. Watch this. And <laughs> zoom in on Mort's face. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, both click there. So, anyway, yeah. I hope people heard that at home. We can, yeah. Hopefully nobody zooms. Turn in the base up. <laughs> <laughs> but so I go to the doctor. She tries to give me a specialist. A specialist call later today, and they say, "Well, uh, who's your insurance?" And I say, "United Healthcare." 
And they're like, oh, sorry, they're out of network or they're out of network for them. So I call United uh, Healthcare to see what's going on, where can I go? And they said, oh no, for, for like a TMJ issue, there's, you have no coverage. And I was like, how can I have, no, I can barely open my mouth. Like I had Subway for lunch and I had to scrunch it down. <laughs> <laughs> Would they say a TM? TMJ. Tongue TMJ. Mouth oh, okay. Oh, no. It's something I could, couldn't pronounce it. I, I, I think that I actually have, uh, uh, I, I get the same thing quite a bit where my jaw will lock up and then you got to yeah, crank it out like of place. Three Temper or four mandal- times, it's been days now. So Temper anyway. Here, mandibular. Yeah. Mandibular. Joint. Okay. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm baffled. I was just not covered. So I was like, well... All right, well, what if I want to become a woman? What if I want a sex change? Mm-hmm. Does my insurance cover that? And she actually said, well, you know, let me find out. And she came back. She said, I don't know. You're going to have to call our gender dysphoria department. Oh, no. So she transferred me to the gender <laughs> dysphoria department. Oh, wow. And I'm like, look, I just, if I want to be a woman, will you pay for it? And they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Like, okay, well, what if I get pregnant then? And, you know, will you pay for the delivery of my baby? And she's like, yep. <laughs> and, and then actually, she's like, oh, after, after your transition, yes. And I'm like, well, what if I <laughs> no, get pregnant before? No, she said that, though. She said yeah. once you're transitioned. Yeah, so I said, well, if I get pregnant what before What does she think happens in the transition surgery? And I don't think <laughs> yeah. she got it in my, uh, my humor. But. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, okay, what if I don't want the baby? Will you pay to abort my baby? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's covered. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, how is it possible that, like, what? I can get my sex changed, you can abort a man's baby, you can <laughs> yeah. pay for the birth of a man's baby, uh-huh. but I can't open my mouth to eat, like, a slice of pizza? <laughs> wow. Like, you know, I think uh, Mr. Garrison, normal. you can't get pregnant. <laughs> you don't have ovaries. <laughs> so this whole, like, gender thing is just kind of absolutely crazy that even the healthcare companies, and I guess it's not a shock, but, you know, <laughs> they're going to pay for these things, we're going to pay for them for inmates in prisons and yeah, but I can't get my jaw unlocked. Mm-hmm. You would think public. like these health insurance companies would have no benefit to doing that, you know, just because like you'd think that you're making the health of that person worse. You know, they're, I can't imagine a person where they transition and they're healthier because of it. So you'd think that the insurance companies wouldn't want to, uh, you know, they wouldn't want to encourage people to do something like that, but they got to stay woke. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people up at the Capitol are glad your jaw is shut. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can still get some words out. Obviously, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we we got a we got a lot of comments on that story actually. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll read the most colorful ones first. <laughs> um, so so Tucker ninety one uh, can't do that with his jaw. It looks like he tried. Uh, God save our republic says United Healthcare. They suck. Uh, let's see here. Based Minnesota says hopefully Finky wasn't the cause of the lockjaw. Was Finky the cause of what? the <laughs> What is he trying to do? <laughs> but I can assure them I've never met. <laughs> but what, it, what do you Lee think Base Minnesota is trying to say there? I think we know. A jab? I don't know. I it think could be are. a jab. <laughs> a punch? Is that what? <laughs> that's not what I read into it. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you get the joke, right? Uh, I, I was just wondering if that's where we're going here. I mean, it is, uh, it is after hours here. How dare. How dare you, Base Minnesota. Um... <laughs> God save our I love republic. How William's says. like, do you get the joke? <laughs> well, no, because I, I don't think he did get the joke. You, you... William, I'm getting it. I'm okay. not going to bring this up on the show. We do cover. Bring up the uh, male genitalia over there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, God save our republic. Says a good chiropractor will take care of that, um, and people 
people are reacting to the lockdown. A chiropractor? No, right no, here. don't, don't, do not go to a chiropractor for that. <laughs> I, I have qualms with what this person says. But what you got to do, you got to get, if it's a chronic issue, you get your your face cut open, you get a steel bar put in on either side, and then that's a new joint. Yeah. And oh. you have to have your mouth oh. shut. More metal in my joints? Like I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. hip and now jaw, right? Yeah, I'm going to get my other hip done. Oh, yeah. And then uh, over on YouTube, Jim asks, did Mort wear out his knee pads as well? Well, our audience, I think uh, if you're going to read those kind of colorful, and I did ask for the colorful comments. You did ask well, for the you know, uh, they, they have to do a rumble rant. So so, uh, you, there is no evidence that Lee Finky has actually transitioned all the way. Like the last, like an article from 2019 or 2020 or something was Finky saying like, oh, I hope to be able to do this in the future. So if Finky didn't do it back then, you know, I don't know if it's happened in the meantime. You know, I'm so. not joking. I think the Adidas swimsuit edition is made for Finky because he got yeah. tucked that package You know what, somewhere. Jesse, you should do some investigative journalism here. <laughs> Ask Finky out on Try, a date. And yeah. then I can tell you he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> you don't think so? You know what's interesting, though, is even if he cuts off the junk, it still doesn't make him a woman. Yeah. That's the interesting no, thing. Did you know that? That's science right there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have to take Andy Smith's biology class for that one. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I think Lee Finky's teaching biology. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Equal Rights Amendment. Let's bring that up. Uh, the article on Equal Rights Amendment, mm-hmm. uh, line 10 there for you. We'll talk about the Uber bill, too. That's interesting. Page family, we talked about that. Weed bill. Yeah, let's bring up the Equal Rights Amendment. This is something that was interesting. We, we basically found out about it this morning. No, I take that back. Jesse was watching the Senate last night, but I, I don't think Jesse relayed this message to me. So I wake up this morning finding out we have now passed a constitutional amendment in the Senate. Did you know this, Morton? Well, hey, hold news on. to you, I'm guessing. Uh, I read it on ActionForLiberty.com today. Okay, there you go. Well, I love that. Good pitch. ActionForLiberty.com. Oh, so and Senate, one, one quick legislative update before yep. we get into this. So uh, the Environment, Climate, and Energy Omnibus Bill just passed the Senate. So, oh, let me dare to guess the vote. 34 to 32. 35, 32. Abler. Was a Republican. Abler. <laughs> it was Abler. I mean, when is Abler just going to become a Democrat? Like, no, I know. Just a favor. He's a pro-life Democrat, the one last Democrat out there. Mm-hmm. My God, Abler, you're just a you – know, he voted for Bobby Joe Champion as yeah. the president. Yeah. Okay. Just and and him and Miller. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so the Minnesota well, – why don't you bring up this thing here, William, you wrote it. Uh, what, what happened in the Senate yesterday? Yeah, well, um, Jake and I were kind of talking about this. I wanted the title to be about the ERA, but Jake's like, well, no, there's, there's so much more to this than the Equal Rights Amendment. Um, scroll down there. Uh, Love how you, like, uh, talk about our little inner office uh, debates there. But, okay. <laughs> well, no, because I think it's important. So look at the language there. Um, so this is basically a ballot initiative. So if, if this passes in the House and Governor Walz signs it, uh, it will be put on the ballot in 2024, and this would be an amendment to the Minnesota Constitution. Now, look at so the language there. Language is in paragraph 4, so it right, says so the one that says this legislation if passed would ask voters. Mm-hmm. So it, it basically prohibits discrimination based on all those things. I bolded the ones that are interesting. Sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression. Mm -hmm. Um, So this essentially enshrines the constitutional right, and putting it in quotes, to uh, compete against women as a biological man. It uh, protects your constitutional right 
to uh, talk about gender ideology in the classroom. Mm -hmm. It does all these ridiculous things, and you know how hard it is to repeal a constitutional amendment. It doesn't matter if we get Republicans in there in two to four years. Uh, well, the way I look at this is you can't now, uh, any time a municipality or organization wants to prohibit a man from competing in women's sports, because just because you're transgender does not make you now a woman, right? That's mm -hmm. not how it works. Um, they are prohibited from the Constitution because that would be here um, uh, discrimination on, or it actually says the equality rights. So that mean you, you can't be denied or abridged a right based on your sexual orientation and gender identity. So this will clearly allow, right? Am I reading this right, guys? This will clearly allow men to compete in women's sports. Yep. Right. And yeah. this was this was talked mm -hmm. about on the Senate floor. Uh, Farnsworth had asked Kunish, you know, uh, Mary Kunish is the one who's in the uh, picture on that article. He had asked her, does this, you know, he asked first about Title IX, and then he asked, do transgender athletes, you know, trans, you know, boys that identify as girls, do they get to compete against girls in sports? And mm -hmm. Kunish basically said yes. Kunish said yes, uh, you know, trans athletes are allowed to continue to play in the sport that of the gender of their choosing. Right. Uh, so, you know, what I call this is the Trojan horse of wokeness. You know, people need to understand that, you know, the equal rights amendment, you look at, oh, that sounds great. You know, I'm for equal rights. But then you do some digging into it, and then you realize, I don't necessarily want the government to be enforcing this. I think people should be able to live their lives the way they want to, and we can't be allowing these, uh, you know, transgender athletes to, you know, destroy women's sports. It's an insult to women. It's an insult to Title IX. And, uh, you know, it just goes to show how crazy these Democrats are. They don't even consider the uh, ramifications of what they're doing. Right. Well, so, if it happens, it's never going to get undone. Right. Mm -hmm. They always are careful here. with their language. So yeah. it sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. So most people are going to say, yeah, of course. <clears throat> right. But then if it goes through, they made it so broad. Mm -hmm. If you put that inverse language together and put it on a ballot, people are going to say they would never vote for it because it would sound like, you know, should we promote discrimination? Right. So the only way to unwind it would be, you know, little selections like, should men compete in women's sports? I mean, you'd have to chip away at something mm -hmm. like this to make it go away. Right. I know we're, we're going to have to, you know, the messaging on this for the Republicans and anyone that's trying to go, go against the conservatives and everything, it's going to be tough because, yeah, you know, equal rights, you know, it, it's just mm -hmm. a tough thing to argue against. But people need to realize what the truth of it is uh, because, yeah, we can't have this kind of nonsense in there because all they're going to do is uh, use it to abuse us. Right. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, we're for equal rights, but obviously when it comes yeah. to us, like some kind of subcategory of rights for someone that's got a new expression of their gender, and then you're really infringing on the rights of a woman to exactly. compete against right. women. Right, well, like businesses, you know, they should be allowed to discriminate, like, Correct. you know, if they yes. don't want to uh, bake the gay cake or, you know, anything else like that. And also, you know, under free market, under capitalism, that means that, you know, if you're discriminated against... Don't go there. Don't give that person your money. You're not obligated to give anybody your money. In a free market system, there's competition. You can choose where you want to go. And, uh, you know, that's the only answer. Freedom is the only answer to this thing, and it's not going to be government forcing people to do things, you know. If you have your business, run it the way that you want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and to say that you have to be inclusive. Yeah. Because you've got this one person. Right. And that their feelings are so important. Mm -hmm. But if they're on a... 30 person woman's team what about yeah. the other 29 what about their feelings right yeah you know government's what? forcing political ideology like we're no longer allowed to think what we think you know 
that, I mean, you, you make a great point. Like, I'm not against an organization privately wanting to have men compete in their women's sports. It's up to them. Yeah. I would be against it on a free market basis, but we can't have government dictating this stuff, and that's what this thing's going to do. So let's go back to that article. If you, now you're probably wondering, well, geez, Jake and gang, why did you tell me about this? Why why am I just learning about it now? Click on SF37. That's what it is. Senate File 37. So it's actually early on. They're in the three thousands or whatever in terms of bills and scroll down look tab keys on it there are more <laughs> they can't Shocked. forget about tab key here is the bill um you could see there in the senate it uh received its uh second reading on march was that march 9th there yep so march 9th it didn't get called up to the senate floor until yesterday we had no idea this thing was moving this is what the democrats are doing they are pulling stuff like this on us, a fast one on Minnesotans. No one knew this was an issue. No one knew this was coming up floor. They bring it up the floor and they give it a vote. Now, here's the interesting thing. Let's go back to the article, back up one page. And you would think, okay, it's the Democrats once again in full control of the government doing it. Nope. Look at the number that passed it, 43 to 23. Well, if you do the math, there's only 34 Democrats in the Minnesota Senate. So that means they had Republicans supporting it. And that's Julia Coleman, who we've talked about on a woke bill before. Julia Coleman also was m not voting on that transgender bill until we called her out in this program and then finally came in and voted against it. Drahim, was, Drahim who was absent during that whole vote. Um, Duckworth, Housley, who's basically a Democrat. Jasinski and Jim Miller. And Jim, uh, not Jim Miller, um, Jeremy Miller. Jim Miller's a MMA fighter. Jeremy Miller, who uh, was the Senate lead, he was the Senate majority lead for the Republicans. I mean, when we talk about the rhino problem in Minnesota and St. Paul, like that's how bad it is. This was the guy leading the Senate caucus, the Republican caucus, in the at the end of 2022. It was <laughs> Jeremy Miller, and he's voting for this garbage. And, of course, Abler was not able to vote somehow. He was voting on everything else, but he was not able to vote on that last one. So this thing passed... With rhino support. Why on earth are you guys supporting this bill? You're allowing now Minnesota law to dictate that women have to compete with men. The Leah Thomases of the world will now be competing against women and it's going to be protected in the Constitution. Right. So there you go. Does that surprise you, Mort? About these people voting that way? No. But I tell you what, that uh, women's college basketball player down in Iowa... I would love to watch her play in the NBA. Like, if that happened. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, man, she blew it up in the March Madness for women's college basketball. Like, you – no? No. What? Oh. No, well, I don't think I know about it either. Oh, she I was scoring like this. 40 points a game. I mean, she was like Steph Curry out there. And <laughs> if she actually got drafted in the NBA, I would watch those games. Well, I would. I mean, he keeps I not doing the smirk, How tall is she? Is she, is she real tall? Is What's she, her name? She's probably 5'8", eight, 5'9". Five, I don't remember her name. Hmm. She's 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, I don't know. I don't know how tall she is. but <laughs> She's not going to be Spud Webb. I mean, like, what are you talking It would be so interesting to watch that happen, watch a woman play in the NBA. Be she wouldn't get a shot off. She'd be blocked all the time. You'd watch her play. What's, <laughs> what's her name? You don't even know her name. I, Caitlin Clark? Caitlin Clark. Why don't you YouTube Caitlin Clark? Let's I know basketball very well. Let's let's look up Caitlin Clark. Yeah, sure. You know, there's that uh, uh, Babylon Bee that's got uh, LeBron James dressed up as a girl and it says that 
this new NBA star uh, <laughs> scored yeah, 120 Trump, points. Trump always says when I went to a Trump rally a while back, and yeah, Trump said, uh, you know, I would be the greatest women's basketball coach ever. No way. <laughs> the first Did thing he? I would do. I'd bring on LeBron James. <laughs> so I bring LeBron James onto the team, and I don't like him. I don't like him, but we're gonna win. <laughs> a lot of people say a lot I'd of people good, don't. I'd be a good coach. Yeah, a lot of people. I don't say a lot of people. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, uh, based Minnesota had a really good comment that a lot of people like. Um, he said that trans people should. Well, start- I thought based Minnesota was a woman. We really need your gender pronouns here because we're going to misgender yeah, you all you the comment, time. I'm so sorry. We need to know your pronouns. We don't. If you're just going to make up these names, we don't know. Honestly, we're misgender to, a lot of people. To, to speed up the process, go ahead and put your uh, pronouns in your bio. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we can't require that. We can't require uh, that. Anyway, they will say they, them, so we don't accidentally <laughs> offend. Why don't I, we do it? She, her, hair, there, there. <laughs> no. Trans people should start their own league where they only compete against each other. See, that would be worth watching. That, that'd be that would interesting. be interesting. That'd be like uh, the Special Olympics, you know? That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, be like interested the in WWE. That. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Well, now <laughs> the boy another strike on YouTube. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, we're but, uh, <laughs> yeah, just one, also another quick legislative update. The Senate is out of session, so now the only thing going on is the House. The Senate's going to be back. Uh, it looks like they might be doing the labor bill first uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. So, so right now it's just the House uh, debating this marijuana bill right There's now. There's your buddy Jim Nash talking about yes. how terrible marijuana is. <laughs> yep. He uses it, though. All right, let's see here. What do we uh, What do we got here? We got. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying she could play in the NBA. I'm just you saying pretty much you're saying you want to see it. It would be super interesting. Caitlin yeah. Clark, is that is that Caitlin? Is that <laughs> she this? made that shot, by the way. No way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is this some big joke? Like, is she really bad at basketball? Is she the one dribbling? Yep. She's a good dribbler. Do y'all want audio? On the oh, that's a good shot. Three. Yeah. Nice rebound. She does move a lot better than most women on the court. No doubt about it. Okay. She's, she's very good. Yeah, she's very good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not going right. to. I mean, she would. She'd get crushed by high school basketball boys. That's a quick shot there. She is very skilled. Okay. I did not know about her, but why would I? I'm not very interested in watching women's basketball. I don't mind women's fighting, though, in, in mixed martial arts. One of my fav- favorite fighters uh, is a woman, so Valentina Shevchenko. But um, honestly. You know, women's basketball is just not as entertaining. Does she have Russian ties? Uh, she's from. <laughs> where is she from? Kazakhstan or Kazakhstan or whatever oh. it is, I think. Kazakhstan? No, not Kazakhstan. <laughs> not the largest <laughs> exporter of potassium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What, uh, what was that famous uh, tennis match, you know, between a man and a woman? Uh you know what I'm talking about, right? No, it was I like know one that was completely one-sided. Yeah, I, I think she scored a couple of points. She was like the best in the world at the time. Uh, I think her name was Bobby or something. Uh, this is like a, a is famous. Is this an actual she or is it? Yeah, a... th- no, this is an actual an actual story. Yeah, uh, no, an actual. Tri- woman, yeah. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, it was like you know, like the 70th best man in the world. Uh, you know, because this woman who was the best in the world for women said that. You know, she could beat anyone, and then 
a guy who was like 70th best in the world said, okay, well, I'll take you on. I think he ended up, you know, just crushing her. Yeah, so Tommy, people are saying that's Billie Jean King. Yeah, Billie Jean sound? King. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to try to, I'm not like trying to put down women. It's just, we're different. No, it's, you know, yeah. when you get to elite levels, I mean, she'd whip my butt in tennis, no doubt. Oh, about yeah. It, yeah, same here. I play a lot of tennis. Right. So, my son crushes me in pickleball. <laughs> really? Yep. So, what's yep. the deal with pickleball? Like, I'm hearing so much about it right now. It's really good for old I got people. into it like a month ago. I mean, I thought it was so stupid the first time I played him. Like, these rules are so <laughs> dumb. You can't go in the kitchen. You can't go in the kitchen. You, uh-huh. But after like a couple of times, it's like, all right, this is kind of fun, especially for mm-hmm. if you can play fast paced and mm-hmm. then it's fun to smack the ball really hard at people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but this is why it's so popular because uh, older people can play with younger people because just oh, smacking the ball is not the only strategy. Some of these older people are yes. awesome at it. I, yeah. My mom introduced me to it and I'd be like, okay, I could crush my mom at, at tennis. I could crush my mom at tennis. Can't crush her at pickleball mm. because the game's not always advantageous to smack the ball yeah oh so there's an equalizer eric Mm. uh excuse me if this is rude for asking but how old are you who you asking you asking mort yeah so what 44 i I call you eric is that okay (laughs) (laughs) why not we just call Mort. it's mr mortensen to you yeah (laughs) do you know dawson said uh deep state dawson said it's so weird because he met you when you were still a legislator yeah he doesn't seem like a legislator. I'm like, oh, yeah, we know. That's what we like the guy. <laughs> doesn't seem like one. Uh, like, I don't know what to call him. Is that or no, no, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> curious. 40, because, he's 44. Okay, because my parents are also, like, right now getting really into pickleball, and they are, like, the same age. So I was I was just curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering what I'm supposed to look forward yeah, we, to we, when we, I turn 44. Dawson and I have talked about how <laughs> yeah. his mom and i uh we understand we grew up like the same era so wow. <laughs> when they don't understand references i'm like your mom would understand it <laughs> and then they teach me terms like based and rising and oh, slay yeah what's that slay slay yeah. what's that that's, that's a girl's one that's what's a girl's that? one yeah the well, he's got a teenage daughter yeah what's slay mean it's like slay queen you know it's You're like, like good uh, job, what would like, it, yeah. awesome so right. Slay just means good or awesome. Yeah. Basically. Why would you say it with Queen? Like because awesome? it, go because slay, it's queen, like a you know, like, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a female yeah. empowerment feminist type thing. I wouldn't take it that far. Well, you wonder why I don't know this thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I don't mean because I drink bourbon. Yeah, the, maybe. Slaying is very commonly a term used in like drag shows, isn't it? Isn't that like what? Slay Queen is oh, specifically t- t- teach us more there, Dawson. <laughs> I, I know the I went to the U of M Twin Cities. I know my way around the uh-huh. show. Um, <laughs> your way around. I've been indoctrinated. <laughs> Just so, so Jim, I can know both sides, but it's very commonly used there. When it comes to like my side of stuff, like gaming, whatever, you never hear it. It's it's hmm. not really used there at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was used. I mean, I don't use the term myself, but that's alarming if it's a drag show thing. Yes, a gym is. on YouTube asks, when are Will, Dawson, and Jesse going to get married and start having kids? We're losing demographically by the year. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, are heard that question. Are you talking about us getting like, married? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah we're, like, we're going to have a thruple. He's asking, <laughs> he's asking <laughs> are you individually getting married? Yeah, that's a, a, <laughs> I don't know why we all heard it that three way. Three-person couple. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. That's, <laughs> that's the way we all, maybe it's the way you said it. That's the way we right. heard it. 
I might go ahead and block that comment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could answer this question, and I would have fun answering this question, but I don't want to answer this question. I'll let you guys each speak for yourself. So, William, first to you first. Yeah, yeah, I haven't thought about <laughs> settling down yet. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm getting married in like a month, so. Holy crap, I just realized, yeah, it is like a month away, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well. Oh, over a month. Yeah, it's closer to two months, but it's month still coming up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's coming, coming up. up. Wow. Yeah. I always keep thinking that's so far out in the future, but yeah, we're in May. Uh, Dawson, Deep State Dawson, do you want to reveal your life or do you want to keep that in the dark? I mean, I personally don't want to get married or anything until I'm able to have kids and I need a house to have kids. I'm not raising any kids in a crappy apartment in Northeast Minneapolis. So, mm-hmm. uh, whenever the housing market comes back, then, oh, then it's we'll not. see. You got to buy now. It's only going to get worse. I love that. When the housing market comes back, well, it looks like you'll be in that apartment for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm prepared for it. Jesse, do we do we put we're putting you on the spot? You can always say no answer. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. Right now, the last thing I need is a woman dragging me down oh. for my creative oh. freedom and energy. Oh. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I can turn the game on, but he, he, he goes the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the other way. No, I'm I'm perfectly happy with. Uh, where I'm at, I, I don't think I got the maturity, or you know, I'd I'd get annoyed. I'd <laughs> I'd end up cutting it off right away. I I don't have the long term in me <laughs> right kids. now. That's I'm too young, you know. I'll wrong. deal with that wrong. years down the line. No wrong. way. I'm Thank I'm 25, 24. Getting you know, married is the best thing maybe ever. Say Having what? Kids, getting married. <laughs> well, well yeah, down the line. I'm, I'm not doing it now, man. <laughs> I'm still like living Malaga. life. Yeah. Was Melania not like the best looking first lady ever? I mean, she's a gorgeous woman and just from what you can see in public, yeah. a wonderful person. Yeah. Donald mm-hmm. Trump got lucky. All I you got to do is have a lot of money. That James. dude's yeah. got to have money <laughs> and power because that guy ain't getting Melania otherwise. Is it is it considered settling if you're like settling for one of the richest people ever? No, because women like status. So, of course, you know, there's a reason you'd be attracted to Donald Trump. I wouldn't know. For the status. I don't I, I don't mean, know if you guys could hear that, but I made a funny joke. Oh, I missed it. I that, that means don't say You'll have to watch okay. the episode. <laughs> Hold on, let me rewind here. We can Let's rewind it. We can watch it live. Yeah. You know, Jesse, you can't make a comment like that cuz your key demographic is like women over 40. Like that's <laughs> who loves you the most. <laughs> I ain't marrying any of them. We so. don't. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, never say <laughs> never. <laughs> We can say never to say never to other things, but marriage, we, that's a firm no. We, we do have a few comments um, on this conversation. God save our republic says, Will does not look old enough to get married. Usually <laughs> people tell me it's the other way around. Like People tell me I look like I'm 30 or 40. Well, you it's act weird. like you're 30 or 40. You don't oh, okay. look like it, but you do look like a blonde Matt Walsh. Or Matt Walsh. <laughs> Matt Walsh. <laughs> I can't say Walsh. Um, Tucker91 says, in this day and age, get a prenub. Uh, Bad Hat Harry <laughs> says. That's right. Is Tucker married? Tucker, are you married? <laughs> uh, Bad Hat Harry says, don't wait. Life goes too quickly. Cindy Lou, 55, 44, 5, says, where's Bridget? Um, am I not doing a good enough job? That <laughs> <laughs> hurts. No, I think she wants that in the conversation. I believe Bridget's oh. single and ready to mingle, but I don't want to speak for her. She was actually attending Catholic Mass today. What a good girl. So, mm-hmm. like, there you go. A catch for you young men out there mm-hmm. watching the show. I probably shouldn't say that because I should have checked with Bridget. That's okay to say that. But 
Uh, she's going to get a bunch of fan mail now. She'll probably get fan mail. <laughs> there you go. We love Bridget around here. Our Tucker's not married. Well, he says feminism ruined marriage. There you go. The prenup conversation kind of gave it away, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with Tucker. In this day well, and yeah, age, I know. I in this day and age, saying. you know, if you want to be it successful to in this world, you do a prenup. It's hard know? to find a quality woman, too. Yeah, I mean, that that's preferable. You know, that's that's what you, that's, that's, that would be the ultimate. Yeah, but, you know. I think a lot of women are like, it's hard to find a quality man because they all are like, if you know, very feminine these days. Mm-hmm. Like skinny pants. That's a combination. Hard to find good women, hard like to find that. good men. I think it has to do a lot with dating apps, too. I, I went through a very small stint on dating apps just recently, and it's kind of crazy how it's like, it's like people want on-demand dates, and when they don't get, like, the great first impression, whatever, then it's just, like, nothing. I don't know, it's mm. weird. Mm-hmm. It felt very weird being on Tinder again for, like, the first time in years. It was funky. We need to tell your girlfriend to start tuning in to these conversations. To, to this show? Yeah. To this conversation? <laughs> No. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> I mean, if Dawson didn't work here, you wouldn't even tune in, right? He's not political. Shit. Yeah, definitely true. not. True. You guys would have super bad production quality if I wasn't here. Fair, so. fair. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> is That's true. true. This is true. Yeah, no entertainment, right? We we bring the entertainment value, I think. But mm. Tucker Tucker's telling me that by waiting to get a house, I'm just digging a hole, I'm like digging my grave more. When did he say that? Did you seriously miss it? Am I doing your job too, William? Yeah, well, ah, I, 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 I disagree with that. Yeah, I'm not going in debt to buy a house right now. Updated. No way. Oh, I'm trying. To, I'm looking to buy a house right now. Because, again, it's not getting any better. Like, Maybe, now is yeah. Like the time hey, to... For me right now, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, did for me right now. Did we bring up on the show yet that uh, in the House, or I'm sorry, in the House and Senate, they passed free education, free college. Did you know that, Mort? In the Minnesota State House? Yeah. No? Yes. Yes. Uh, you got to go to Action for Liberty. For under 80K, right? Yeah. If you have adjusted gross income of 80K or below, your children go to college for free in Minnesota now. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to. The governor uh, signed this into law. Do I not have this right? No, this is right. I thought it's it crazy. passed. It definitely passed one of the le- uh, houses. No, it was. Yeah, no, it did. It uh, too, I think. Well, this was a while ago, so it must have passed. It's, it was in one of the omnibus bills. Correct. Uh, after, after conference committee. Let me let me look this up because we wrote about it. Actionforliberty.com, You guys can follow. I oh, misread see, Tucker's comments. Dawson, you you misread his comments. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I why see we that leave now. it to the professionals. Yeah, the okay. <laughs> right. By the way, we haven't had a Rumble Rant, so there's still whiskey left here to be drank. If you want us to do a shot, Rumble Rant, ten dollars or more. Yeah, I got a note somewhere in my notebook here, but I'm not finding it. But I think it was somewhere between seventy and eighty thousand students that they say they're going to pay the colleges for wow. uh, from that bill. Here we go. Uh, it's an article on May 9th. Taxpayer will taxpayers will fund free tuition for thousands of students. Uh, Dawson, I'm gonna throw it in the show notes. I'm gonna put in cell D6. Okay, you can pull it up there. This is uh, it's got an it's an article. It's got uh, look how quick he is. Jeez, that was good. Um, so May 9th. Just I mean, this is crazy how fast the pace is going. Under a new conference committee agreement to the Higher Education Omnibus Bill, originally HF 2073, students whose families make under 80000 a year will get free college tuition. All this, of course, is paid by Minnesota taxpayers. The program will begin in 2025 and initially cost $117 million. After that, the state will allocate $49.5 million a year to fund the program. And this was uh, spearheaded by Gene Pulowski, the supposed moderate left in the Minnesota House. Free education, total socialist idea. And by the way, they're bailing out uh, failing schools. This was 
uh, adopted and repassed in the Senate on May 10th. It hasn't. Why has it not been signed by the governor? So it passed in the Senate. And it, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. Interesting. Uh, they got a, they got something screwed up on the page here in the House. So bill was repassed amended by, amended by conference, 69 to 62. Repassed 34 to 30. Everything I see right now, it hasn't been signed by the governor. I'm a little confused why this has not been sent to the governor. When I look at it, I have to do a deeper dive. So apparently it's not law yet, but I think at this point it's going to pass, right? From what I see, it's got support in the House and the Senate. So, yeah, free college for all. Well, I can't for, believe I didn't hear that. Um, well, that's the that's thing, and that's why we did the show. Deal. It's because it's so crazy in the pace that things are going. Mm -hmm. Like, who else, is who else is telling you about all this stuff, right? We do a show twice a week. We try to give as much details as possible. And just in the last 24 hours, hell, even during the show, we're learning stuff. Right? Gentlemen, uh, Prost. Who? Who did it? Uh, Bad Hat Harry, once again, another $10 rant. Thank you, Bad Hat Harry. Harry, uh, that's, uh, I'm going to polish this off. I guess I'll have to do a re-pour if someone does another one. Um, we also have a few comments to catch up on. Sure. Um, God Save Our Republic says, Will House District 41B needs a new representative. I won't comment on that. Well, that's uh, uh, Shane Udella. That is Shane yeah, Udella. did that press conference. It's Republican. did a press conference with Seaburger. And he did one previously with Seaburger and Walls, you know. Nutty. Why would you do that? It's crap? almost like he was playing cover for Seaburger. Huh? Who would have seen that coming? Who did? Shane, Shane Udella. He's a oh. freshman yeah. um, Republican from Hastings. Yeah. And for the and people that saw the video of me calling out Judy Seaburger, who is there standing up stage with her? Shane Hudella, playing cover for her. You know, that's how I see it. As a Republican, step aside. Let the Democrats who are in full control of this government. They don't watch even in the conference committees. Why would you do a press conference or any kind of town hall with these people? Yeah. Let them own up all this damage that they're doing to the state. But no, mm. he did it. So, yeah, fair point. Uh, so Tucker91 says... Biden already raised gas by two dollars. Uh, Gloria's Playhouse says, uh, "Jake, you are a fine American." Well, thank you. Um, you are too, Gloria. And then we have a question from Cindy Lou, uh, fifty-five forty-four. Let me guess. It's about the dating status of Jesse. <laughs> uh, sadly, no. Oh, Jesse will have to wait for that one. Um, no. She asks, "What do our Dems want to raise the gas tax to? What's the current MN tax and what's the current Fed tax?" We don't have. Okay, so good question. Twenty and a half, twenty-eight and a half cents is the state tax. I want to say it's like thirteen cents with the Feds. Do you know that one? You probably know that one Ooh, more. I thought it was like seventeen. Federal gas tax. Oh boy, five right. cents. Oh no, that's aviation. Federal mm -hmm. gas tax. Is 18.4 cents. You were closer without going over. Good job. So 18.4 cents by the feds, and then Minnesota's 28.5 cents. So I can answer that part of your question. I don't know the first part of your question. They haven't gotten to specifics yet. They said tied to inflation. So they're, which basically, what does that mean? They're going to give a percentage then instead of a, a penny amount? I'm assuming that when they had the bill in 2019, I think, they tied it to the consumer price index. Mm -hmm. as the gauge for inflation so i think i don't know what they're doing this time around i don't know if it's even anybody knows since this is so fresh that. but i'd imagine they'll have a baseline 
And then whatever the CPI says, whether it's 2% or 8%, then um, that will be reflected in the new gas tax. But I don't know the frequency that they'll adjust it because mm -hmm. they can adjust it every quarter, every year. Good mm -hmm. question. All right. So I, I found the numbers that I had written down on this free college thing. So 67 students are going to be getting free college. And what they are appropriating for 2024 to 2025 is $1.58 billion and $1.485 billion for 2026 and 2027. So there goes $3 billion of our, of our uh, surplus money right there to be wasted on uh, people to get sociology de uh, degrees. Uh, can, Jesse, will you hold up your notepad there real quick and zoom in on this, Dawson? This is, uh, this is the madness of Jesse here. This is... <laughs> most people I'm almost, use I'm computers. I'm almost out of paper, too. i got to get another <laughs> notebook paper. Most people use computers. This is what you guys help fund oh, here. Yeah. Your supporters of Action for Liberty. This guy does. He follows the legislature. I don't trust these computers. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't trust the technology. I know what I write down on my piece of paper. It's always going to be there. It's, ne it's never going to somehow get erased, you know. Nothing's ever going to happen to it. And also, just, you know, for memory's sake, you know, when you physically write something down, you remember things so much better well, that's than why you, you know get when you one type. Of these it. bad boys with the pen. Yeah, but that doesn't feel the same. You know, tapping something. You know, I can't. I can't write by just tapping like this. You know, I gotta. I gotta. You need a remarkable. That's what I have. It feels What's like that? you're writing on. It's a tablet. Oh, okay. But it feels like you're writing on paper. But that will sketch out by that. that. Problem. <laughs> that's a technology problem. Right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a big problem for me. Hey guys, real quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, Frosty girl gave twenty dollars and said, "Bottoms up." Does that mean oh. two? Is that is, it, is that one sure or think two? So. Got to go back yeah, to some more. Uh, for you, maybe just one cause, because you have the bourbon there. I do have the bourbon. All right. Oh, no, a little spill. That's the problem with this uh, long neck here. Tushi's totally going to take a still shot and use that as a meme. <laughs> yeah. I just know it because uh, I know that personality. But is Thank you. Who is that? Illegal? Uh, Frosty Girl. <laughs> yeah. Frosty Girl. Thank you, Frosty Girl. Thank you. Um, Gloria's Playhouse says there should be a segment of Jesse's book club slash millennial oh, slang yeah. terms. Uh, he would. <laughs> What's would, going on? He would slay at this. Oh no! <laughs> Please write that down. <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. need to come up with that book list. Uh huh. Would you book want? Would you want Jesse as your modern slang book teacher? club to slay? I'm on it. Book club <laughs> to slay. Um. So Tucker ninety one says Biden Biden buying oil at double the price of Trump to refill SPR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and Biden shutting down all the uh, you know every single place that wants to drill. So yeah, all all he's doing is making us more and more dependent on Saudi Arabia. That's how it goes. Yeah, ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, the gas prices have gone up the most because we just printed money off thin air, and that chases the same relatively unchanged amount of goods and services and that's what inflation is right mm -hmm. so that's what that's why you're not going to see two dollar gasoline and if you see two dollar gasoline that's a like economic depression that's what happened that, that there's le basically demands falling through the floor so we don't want to see it for that reason 319 the other day wow where'd you see that it's like 354 on average i know le sewer mm. yep Smoking hastings deal. used to have mm. like the lowest price let's go to the um Dawson, go to actionforliberty.com. There's an article um, called Walls and Democrats Open Gas Tax Increase. Nope, I'm sorry, not that one. But we should bring that up. Uh, Democrat Senator, we have an insatiable appetite for raising taxes. Have you seen this? 
more. This is uh, Senator. Yeah, I did, but your link didn't work earlier today. All right, this is Senator Ann put maybe. me to rest hmm. in her own words in committee with Democrats talking about uh, the problem with Democrats. Go ahead. Gosh, hold on. billion and a half or two billion or five billion or we seem to have an insatiable appetite for raising taxes there you go don't you love it when a democrat is honest or rare <laughs> did you not hear it no i'm like when's go the ahead. audio gonna start cutting mort off now uh he thought he had headsets on go ahead replay it for mort because he didn't have his headset on i kept seeing the cursor moves so i'm like it must not be it's like his jaw felt like it had weight on it. <laughs> this is Senator Ann put me to rest. Um, she is talking about her fellow Democrats and how much they love taxes. Uh, uh, a billion and a half or two billion or five billion. or We seem to have an insatiable appetite for raising taxes. I mean, you just got to appreciate when they're honest, finally. And mm -hmm. I don't know how else you look at this session and go, oh, my God, Democrats, they love taxing people. 75 cents for deliveries, gas tax increase, Social Security tax stays on the books, $2.2 billion to the job creators, the business class in Minnesota. Um, what else are we forgetting? They won't give back our surplus. They're giving 5% of the surplus back. That's an insult. That's basically a tax increase because if you overtaxed us and you kept, on, kept it, it means you overtaxed us. Mm -hmm. That's a tax increase right there. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Yeah, she's right. Insatiable appetite for increasing taxes. Um, let's go back and let's look at this article on Judy Sieber, the um, the moderate. She she really takes issue with the Democrats being so extreme, even though she could vote against this. So this is Judy Sieberger. You put this in here, didn't we? Didn't we have the link to the video? Yeah. Um, oh, here. Yeah, made a public statement. Click on the. Oh, there it is right there. Here's Judy Seberger <laughs> saying she's against taxes. Now, mind you, assuming Jim Abler votes the right way, which is a big assumption, Judy Seberger actually could kill this gas tax increase. Let's hear Judy Seberger. Um, I take issue with the implication that I somehow support a gas tax. Nothing could be further from the truth. Um, I don't support anything, uh, any increase in a gas tax, and I want to go on record as saying that I don't in, uh, support that at all. All right, so now I would say the odds on bet here is that she's going to vote what the Democrat bosses would tell her to do, mm -hmm. and you vote for that gas tax increase. Judy mm -hmm. Seberger, not only are we going to expose you for transgender votes, pedophile, oh. gun control, that stuff, we are going to play that over and over again to everyone in your district, and yeah. we're going to let people know you lied to him if yep. you vote for this gas tax increase. So there you go. Judy Seberger, in own words, on the campaign trail against Tom DePel. In case you don't know us, uh, Tom DePel wins the Republican primary. Sore loser, T Tony Jurgens, lost to Tom DePel, and then endorses Judy Seberger. And Judy Seberger is a vote that gave Democrats complete control of government. That's, that's the backstory there. Judy Seberger pretended to be a moderate. She's no moderate. She's voted lock step with the democrat bosses mm -hmm. yeah they come down they say you will vote this way okay whatever you say i will do mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't believe when she came out and tweeted back to ken martin the head of the minnesota dfl <clears throat> when she said well there are some moderate democrats still <laughs> mm -hmm. kind of complain that their agenda was so progressive but it's like <laughs> you've she been could stop voting anything. for it. she could stop yeah. anything she wanted in the entire state capital but mm -hmm. it never did just yep Voted everything. Gun I know, control, it, pedophilia, everything. You got to wonder, like, it's like these 
moderates don't know what their power is. You know, it's like th- there's got to be something going on at that capital plan where, you know, they really just force these people over oh, to do whatever you're yeah. told, you know, and, you know, th- they become friends with you, you know, and you don't want to you don't want to hurt so and so, you know, th- that vote will be really tough for them in that district or, you know, we really need to get this through. If you do this, we'll we'll get your oil refinery bill through, you know, it's it seems like such a corrupt system like, you know, it would take like a hundred of you to straighten it out, you know? Yeah, I tell you, if she if she would have voted against any of that stuff that she wanted to stop, supposedly wanted to stop, mm-hmm. they would have ousted her so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in the next election, she'd be so gone so quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they told her, get in line. And yeah, you know, totally it makes it look like she's going to run again then. You know, otherwise, oh, run again. otherwise yeah. why would she be voting in lockstep with them unless she's she'll, trying to get that Democratic money? Yeah, and then she'll use that Tony Jurgens endorsement forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's the problem right. with endorsements. When you endorse a politician, they will milk that thing for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not lost to me that during the Easter break, Governor Walls goes and visits Hostchild, uh, Kupek, um, What's uh, Putnam in, in St. Cloud and Judy Sieber visits all their districts. So the party bosses went there back in April to make sure they're going to vote in lockstep with them in that final week. And that's why we brought you the show. We want to do it during prime time, you know, because we want to get all, gather all the facts today. I wish we should be just live every day at this point because they, they have to adjourn on Monday. In case you didn't know, they can't go beyond Monday constitutionally they follow the constitution very rarely but that one they actually follow so yeah they they've been told hey just keep quiet and then at the end of the session we're gonna drop all these bills you're gonna vote you will vote the right way on those things that's what's happening mm-hmm. and they're very powerful you know we do what we do we we, we lit drop we do phone call campaigns we do all this stuff but in the end of the day they were beholden the democrat bosses i don't know might, might have taken millions of dollars to overcome that yeah and we just didn't have that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pisses me off, by the way. And I start lo- you think, Jesus, Minnesota, we're saving at this point. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think there's a chance we could turn this thing around. But you know what's got to happen? You got to have some unifying thing on the Republican side or on the conservative side. The Republican establishment is so disgusting. And they reelected David Hand. You don't have any hope here. But I think if we had some kind of liberty agenda that we could all agree on. We all get on board with the liberty agenda. Here's what's going to get passed. If Republicans take back the House in 2024 and the Senate and the governorship in 2026, here's this liberty agenda, and we will do all these things. I'm on board. Let's do it. Let's get it done. But there's nothing that's unifying the base right now. Most Republicans in the legislature, they're just doing the bidding for a special interest. They, they put on the show more. They don't care. They don't really care about these issues. So, but we do, you guys do. So we need some kind of unifying thing, like a liberty agenda that gives us a promise. They got a pledge. We will do this if we get elected. And then, yeah, I think we could turn the state around. If we can't do that, I mean, my God, we're hopeless in the state because we've seen what the evil left is willing to do. And it's not just Minnesota. It's going to come every other state, anywhere else they can win. They just took over a red Northern state of Minnesota. I remember the trifecta from 10 years ago under Dayton. It's, it was nothing like this. This is crazy what these guys are doing. It's sick and it's evil. Mm-hmm. It's transgender stuff. The pedophilia. Well, you know what? I Actually, I, I was doing some digging. The first uh, reference I could find, the first like documents of uh, what to do with transgender children in schools 
It come from it came from Dayton. There were transgender children stuff going on in Dayton's administration. Uh, I'd have to find the document again because uh, when I discovered, it, I said, "This is unbelievable. I can't believe it." But yeah, you know. So apparently, this transgender children thing—it's been underground for many years. Yeah, and that's what mm. they do, and that's why we're so outraged by this pedophilia. Is they just have this little opening, and mm-hmm. then eventually, ten years down the road, it becomes a big deal. Where yeah. every Democrat, other than Pulowski, and I guess, I guess somehow Lizagard couldn't find a way to vote that day, but every other Democrat's on board with it. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Right, and when uh, Tim Walls was given the state of the state, I remember I was looking at Dayton, and Dayton was, you know, standing up, going crazy, clapping, you know, with the help of his wife to, you know, make sure he can stand up. But, yeah, he was he was loving the transgender stuff of the State of the Union, State yeah. of the State speech. So, yeah, Dayton's an interesting one because I think he's a lot more radical left than people even knew. Oh, yeah, he was, but... Of course, Tim Walls is like, hold my beer. Yeah. Hold my white cloth. Hold yeah. my Bud Light. Right. <laughs> well, let's finish out with some comments here. Yeah. Um, God save our republic thought. Just a lot, a moderate, ha, 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 a lot of haws. In, in a lot of haws. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. A lot of haws. Right. Um, Laser Jim 56 says, never will happen. Uh, Minnesota GOP is broken. It better happen. I mean, is there any faith or hope that something's going to happen unless we all can agree on some kind of agenda? Mm-hmm. Right. People always say it's a circular firing squad. You guys, Republicans are always fighting against themselves. And by the way, that does happen on the left. If you don't believe me, look at our Rumble channel. You'll see the DFL uh, uh, convention that just blew out of hand in violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you guys not know about that? You, <laughs> you know, what's interesting channel. about that is the violent ones. I think they were supporting a more moderate candidate. Is that what was happening? <laughs> yes. Like they were in, you know, but who the, were the, the violent ones there? War same. You know, Warsame was the guy's name. So uh, were they the violent ones? Do we know yeah. that for sure? Oh yeah, no, it definitely. That's how it's spun in the media. Yeah, no, but that's definitely what it was. And yeah, this Warsame, he was going around saying these democratic socialists—they're the ones who want to try to control the convention. They want to try and kick people out. You know, he was saying the credentialing's unfair. So he was saying like the radical left. <laughs> you know, he was saying <laughs> I was like this is incredible. And then I do some digging into him. There's all these uh you know, interviews where he's speaking on like Somali TV and like he's speaking Somali in the entire time. Uh, there's a lot of nuts stuff, but yeah, what, what I love about it, you know, just for entertainment purposes is he's the moderate, you know, <laughs> he's the moderate in this election. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, when you look at the final cans for Minneapolis, Jacob Fry was the better choice. That's how crazy these people are. Yeah. Chicago didn't go the better choice. Do we have the video? Mm-hmm. Let's pull it up. Mort, you won't want to put your headset on. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Oh, this one kind of popped up. Just realizing. Minneapolis convention <laughs> on Saturday, and of course, Ken Martin's scrambling. Oh, this is not us! Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's just the right that's violent. It's not us. <laughs> Idiots. I <laughs> uh, got a couple more comments sure. here. Mary says, uh, "Time for a divorce." Uh, well, actually, that's been a requested topic, and we need to do this topic on the show. What would it be like if we were to split Minnesota? And we were. I think segregated? we should. We do. We definitely need to do that. Yeah. 
The problem I have with that, more you're in Scott County, I'm in Washington County. We got to make sure that we just keep the good areas. Like we come down <laughs> to like Stillwater, we keep that in there. You can grab a, your part of Shakopee. You can get yep. the other yeah, all the maps I see of this new South Dakota, they always leave Scott County out. But <laughs> I know. If they did it, I would gladly move to Carver County. I know. I guess we'd have to move. Yeah. But I'd like to see my neighborhood annexed into it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we need to do an episode on that. That's a great topic. Yeah, we should. Um, let's see. Laser Jim 56 says lots of good conservatives in Minnesota. I agree. Work together. Uh, Tucker 91 says Congressman Finstead sent me a letter today asking for donations. <laughs> Was saying Hakeem Jeffries think the, thinks the road to the congressional majorities through Minnesota. A uh, based Minnesota says keep up the good work, guys. Your show is the only one that tackles the important issues in the state. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I feel like uh, we do. And then we couldn't do it without you guys. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, honestly, if no one tuned in, we wouldn't do the show. So the fact that mm-hmm. people tune in and we need to keep growing. We do. We keep yeah. growing almost every week. So tell other people, spread the word. If they want the the truth, come here. And sometimes that truth's painful. That's why I call it the truth hurts. But we expose corrupt politicians lying in corporate media right here. We usually Tuesday and Thursdays at 1 o'clock. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't do today at 1 o'clock because we want to do a primetime show for you. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that comment. Um, and let's see here. Sorry, guys. I'm yeah, not going to get tall. I'm not going to get all your comments, but all right. No more of the rants because we're gonna sh- shut down this show. I I don't want to leave someone hanging. So that's the end of the rumble rants. Yep. I probably have room for just one other drink because I I still need to drive home tonight. All right. So we're good. I think we're good. We're good. Any last final comments, Mort? Well, I guess some words of optimism. I mean, okay. it's dismal out there, but <clears throat> with all the crazy, you know, trans stuff and pronouns, and um, I think there's a silver lining there because the whole LGBTQIA plus plus divide <laughs> multiply. Mm-hmm. What is that? Two, three, four percent of the population at most, mm-hmm. but yet they're controlling the entire narrative across the entire country. So this notion that we need like 51% of Minnesotans to be conservative to go make a difference. No, we don't need that. Mm-hmm. We need a very loud minority of people like we see them doing on that other side. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take a, doesn't take a majority to prevail. It takes an irate, tireless minority mm-hmm. keen on setting brush fires of freedoms in the minds of men. There you go. Feel like someone said that before yeah i think mm. no one did okay that's my quote now <laughs> just put it down there on google wouldn't that be funny if uh chat gpt quotes me for that some, <laughs> someone's <laughs> mm-hmm. that shows i know the algorithm right thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate it we'll probably do some more primetime shows but uh i think i don't know if we'll do another show next week a lot of us will be out of office we'll have a political junkies episode for sure mm-hmm. so Keep tuning in. Please follow us on Rumble if you don't. Follow us on Twitter. We just hit 1,000 people finally. So we just started a Twitter at the beginning of the year. We're pretty excited about that. Hopefully they keep it somewhat free speech oriented. I'm not very excited about this new CEO, but yeah, it neither. is what it is. Um, but we'll bring you the truth every week. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.